Welcome to Jump City, everybody, where we recap the week in American and Japanese sequential longer. I am your host, Christian Espinal, and joining me through Discord, it's the man, the myth, the legend. It is Joshua Gangsta Time. Cold partner, but it should be called Gangsta Time. What's good, Chris? <laughs> I got an attitude, man, because you got a fucking Kansas City hat on. You know why I got an attitude? It's doing really well. You know it's not doing really well? My guys. Yeah. It's a funny thing. I have a Cowboys hat. I just... I just never wear it. Oh, I wouldn't wear it. <laughs> Especially if you're not a hardcore. I mean, fan. notice yeah, I'm, I'm still rock my shit. I mean, I'm not wearing the Giants right now, so you know my feelings. <laughs> oh man. Uh, also joining us through Discord is my brother, my pro- my producer. Uh, it is Brian Edgelord. Big news, Brian. What up, nerds? Yeah, yeah. I got the new big. You like that new Chiriza? Yeah, I got the big news, Morgan. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's, let's let the I'm audience get the recognition I deserve. Oh yes. Oh yes. Hell yeah. I need a man. I need a nickname before we so I can make a specialized job. For <laughs> this is unfair. I'm the only one, but I can't give myself a nickname like a fucking tool. <laughs> All you have to do is ask, bro. Don't worry. We'll work on something. Yeah, we'll find we'll find something. It'll yeah, be we'll very organic. Cook. All right. We'll cook something up at the shop, you know? Thank oh, you. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Um, oh, man, we have a great show today. Uh, lots of cool shit. Uh, we have the full lineup of manga, plus World Trigger's back. Hell yeah. Ooh. We got Ten of Swords. We have uh, we have Batman. We have so much cool shit to talk about. So uh, let's get into the housekeeping stuff. Uh, first and foremost, uh, plugs really quick. You could find me at the Chris Espinal on Twitter and Instagram. Mm, Joshua Cole, where can they find you? At JD Cole underscore thirty seven on the gram, and that's N Y Chillin. Two L's E N. That's on Twitter. Yeah, uh, Brian, where can they find you? They can find me at b.esp on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you can also find me whenever I decide to stream. You can find me on twitch.tv slash it's punchline. Oh. I'll stream whenever I feel like it. Yeah. Uh, he will tweet or something beforehand to let you know when he's streaming. So follow him at b.esp. Uh, very fun streamer to watch. You could follow the show itself at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, follow us on Twitter because we do a weekly uh, really good chapter of the week polls. Uh, Every every Sunday, I put up the poll. We reveal the results on this show here. Uh, the the results will surprise you. It kind of surprised me uh, as to who won the audience RGC. But um, yeah, that's for you to vote for next uh, next Sunday. That's the that's the election that really matters. Which was the best Shonen Jump manga chapter that that came out this <laughs> week? That's the only thing that really matters when you vote. So get into it. Uh, you can email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com for any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want to talk about. Uh, and follow our theme song guy, drumfoo at drum underscore foo. Uh, super awesome dude. Uh, I think that's it. Yo, that beat from, from, from last week was pretty nice, man, from your homie. Yeah, uh, Legato. Brian. I like that. I, I was able to hear it a lot clearer when I listened to the, to the video after the fact. Yeah. On, on our YouTube channel. It was really nice. Well, I'll tell you this <laughs> about know. our YouTube channel. Uh, that the theme song, the theme song we used last week is barely on it because we got kind of strict for that song. Uh, 
It was, oh. but check his stuff out. His name is Legato. Uh, Brian, does this like handle at Legato or something? Can I plug it? It's it, you could find bad. him on Spotify or on Instagram. You know. Yeah, uh, I feel bad. We had to like swap out the songs to avoid, cause like we we would have been giving money to some rando musician that, and there's no way. There's no way. Yeah. It's not your song, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it's not your song, bro. No, it was like the sample he used in it. That weirdo oh, would have gotten money. I called him a weirdo. <laughs> that weirdo would have gotten money okay, just weirdo. for the commercials they put on our video. So no way. Only we make money off this podcast, YouTube. <laughs> and no even then, we're not making money. Yeah, from... even then, we're actually <laughs> losing money. That's my 12 cents. <laughs> Why don't you fucking give it to him? <laughs> That's my free 99. That we split three ways. Exactly. <laughs> um... Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, we have so many episodes on our backlog on iTunes, Spotify. We had a YouTube channel before this got taken down. So those episodes are still available. The audio versions on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music, we're, uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. We're pretty much on there. So uh, check us out there. Links are in the description. And if you're listening on uh, the iTunes, Spotify, subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, we are trying to rebuild what we once had. Uh, one day we'll get there. But uh, now that that's out of the way... Let's get into the show proper. It is time to randomize. The champ is here. Chainsaw oh, Man. Oh, oh. oh my God. Why are we starting off so strong? Yeah, we are on Chainsaw Man chapter 91. Power, power, power. And yes. <laughs> yeah. My Alternate uh, title. Power is the best. Yeah. Or alternate tower. Power, power, power. Because it's got sad. Um, mm, sad power. Last yes. we left off on Chainsaw Man, uh, cha- uh, Power was offering up Denji to Makima, but uh, then you know what? She got all the memories of their friendship, and then she was like, "You know what? Fuck you, Makima!" And then just used her blood ma- uh, blood powers on her and started running away, which is crazy because not many devils can uh, deny Makima whenever she asks for stuff. So even she's kind of shocked. <laughs> she's like, "Why? Why didn't I defy Makima?" She pretty much blitzes through all of these like zombie dudes that stand in her way, um, to the point that at the end of it all, uh, she's just like half a body, just crawling, carrying Denji with one of her, I guess, four arms. Um, yeah. And you know she's like reminiscing. She's like, Denji can't die because Denji's my first friend. Hmm. No. She said first. I was like, "Yeah, kind of." She said friend. I was like, "Oh, okay, okay, okay." Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> nah, right. dude. All right. You know, no. <laughs> Denji made sure to shut that shit down. He's like, even when she was all on top of him naked, she was like, he was like, "I'm not into this." You know, he made sure. Um. Denji wakes up in a fucking dumpster with power just like right up there. <laughs> Right in his face, and um, she's—he's like power, and she's like so happy that he's alive, that he's alive, and um, power. Denji's basically like power. I've lived enough, you know. I I pretty much did everything on my bucket list. I got to eat bread, which you know, <laughs> you know. I, I'm gonna go ahead and say, remember, I called and said that it was very significant that all of those things were accomplished. Yeah, specifically. Yeah, he said, technically, I did everything I've ever wanted to do, so it's okay if, compared to being stuck in the debt trap, it's, it's, I've lived a good life, and, um, Power's like, dummy, you, you, don't say that, don't say that, you miss me so much, 
that you can't do anything. And honestly, this kind of hit me hard. It was that she was like, I do. It's true. Like life's not worth living without my actual only friend in the world. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, Denji. Um, and then Ch- Power goes on to explain that when devils die, they were born in hell, but they don't have the same memories. They're like Digimon. They wash up on the surface, but they don't have any of the memories that they had um, when they died. Oh. Or do they? I'm, I don't know if I'm getting that fact right or wrong. I know that they come back, but I don't know if they have the memories or not. Brian, look that up. Well, we don't pay you for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> You don't pay me at all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, she's basically like, next time we meet, it, it'll probably be as enemies. I won't remember you. Uh, but he, still, she says, find the blood devil, whoever it becomes. So that, you know, make friends with them. And then at the end of the day, at some point, maybe they'll just be friends again and power will be returned. And I'm like, oh, Please do this. Yeah. This will be the most Please, wholesome, right? this will be the most wholesome ending to this very violent manga that I've ever. I'd be so happy. Um, she even forms a contract with him. She says, "I'll give you my blood in exchange. Come find me." And Denji wakes up in the dumpster, rising from it, where he sees the old man right next to him, and is like, "If you're, if you're Denji, right? If you're free from Makima, I can get you away from her." And the chapter ends with a full-page spread of Denji doing the peace sign. And, uh, wow. Ah, uh, man. I I'm a, I had a hard time picking my RGC this week, but m- there are a lot of heavy fucking contenders. The feels this gave me, it's pretty intense. Um, I didn't feel so strongly about this chapter. Uh, Joshua! Um, and I feel bad. I feel bad. How dare you? Um, so... Maybe it was the mood I was in when I was reading it. Maybe I was kind of rushed reading it. But I'll tell you this. I was really relieved to see <laughs> the old guy. <laughs> no. I just keep thinking about it. Yeah. Wouldn't it be How hilarious? Wouldn't it be Hold hilarious on. if he's like, Maka's not listening, right? <laughs> She's not listening yeah. right now. He's like, you're Denji, right? Because if you actually are Denji, I can free you from... Maka. Maka. <laughs> and Denji was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, it's cool." Yeah, sure. It's all um, right. I <laughs> I didn't think about this till like an hour before we started this podcast. But uh, do you remember way back in chapter one when Denji was chopped up and and uh, Pochita saved him? Where was yeah, he when he, he was it. resurrected? In dumpster. What? Yeah, in the dumpster. And where was he now? Where power resurrected him? In the in motherfucking the dumpster. dumpster. Don't you love it? Narrative Don't you love symmetry. when the series is written and drawn so well? With a lot of thought. Yeah, man. And not trying too hard. And I love but, that. But still showing up, still putting a lot of effort in. Because you know there's still a lot of good shit to come. <laughs> oh, man. We thought this shit was over. Watch <laughs> it in four weeks, though. <laughs> yeah, I imagine. It's just like next week is the last one. Oh, I don't know, God. man. I just like that a lot. Power got some closure. When she died initially, I was like, damn. Yeah. Come yeah. On. Like, she was different. Like, she wasn't one of these guys who were around, but then just died, and it's fine. Power was, like, the secondary protagonist, essentially. Or like, And she got, <laughs> she got smoked in two panels. She just said, bang, killed her. But uh, it was good to get Power some closure, like some actual, like, closing of her character. Uh, this was a great moment between them. Man, I got it. I got it. I got pretty sad. I was like, oh, oh, please find each other again. 
be friends in hell or something. I don't know. Do something. But um, huge fan. Uh, do you guys uh have anything to say? No. Oh, I'll, uh, what I oh, the found Digimon thing. What, there wasn't a lot of there wasn't a specificity of like what happens to like the memories of the devils when they come back. I think that just states that they're coming back and like that's it. I'm not really sure if there's any other implications. Okay. Well, if you know in the comments, uh, please please uh let us know. Yeah, let, hit us up on uh, in that Digimon. Uh, I gotta hit up Chris. Yeah, Christopher. That's not my name. He's. Uh, he's... <laughs> No, I'm oh, saying Christopher. Christopher. He, um, he's. You remember Christopher? He's, yeah, yeah, I know. He's, uh, he's pretty on it with the, with the knowledge yeah. of the Digimon, so we're gonna see. Um, but yeah, love the narrative symmetry in Chainsaw Man. Very beautiful. Uh, it is time to randomize. Batman. Uh, this is Batman number one hundred and two. Um. Start of a new arc. Uh, we open up with uh, this cop being held up by uh, by the Ghost Maker. Uh, he looks like an Assassin's Creed type of guy. Like he has like pretty much the entire outfit. Brian loves it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much the entire. Outfit, Brian, do you yeah. just love this costume? Is it? Your it, it looks it looks kind of cool. I mean, the helmet's a little weird, but no, nah, dude, it's exactly like NCOs. No, it's not. Yeah, it's just like a helmet where the hood is just like up here, though. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that. I don't know why the hood is coming out of the helmet. Like, that's probably really uncomfortable inside the, the mask. That's not an actual thing. hood. I mean, it's weird. I don't know. But anyway. Yeah, what is it? Like a fucking ghost like, maker, right? Yeah, chill. Show some respect on his name. You about to find out what time he's on. <laughs> I think he has that. an actual blanket over him. Like, I don't I don't know what's going on. It's right. called a cloak. <laughs> He's got swords and a cloak, bro. You love no, but his cloak is, like, connected to his helmet. Like, wow. It is weird. Gonna don't let, you see that? It looks let, weird. I, I want everybody to see what what, 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 what what Brian Lyon on the screen looks like. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone just take it in right now. You can't tell because, like, the picture's too small, but he is sweating right now. Like, oh man, yeah. If you can zoom in, you see, you zoom in, you can see his pupils dilate. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, Listen, bro. While uh, while the you're ghost gonna love Ghostmaker, you'll see what you'll see what. Yeah. Happens. While the Ghostmaker is like beating up on this cop, uh, he's not even a dirty cop. <laughs> he's like, I'm not even a dirty cop, and he's like, whatever, dude. <laughs> I'm still gonna torture you. And I'm like, damn. He means business. <laughs> um, Batman is. In some weird, you know, how Gotham has like 27 ports and he's like fighting the uh, remnants of the Joker, uh, still are around. He's being the shit out of him and he's talking to Oracle, who is Batgirl's series just ended, so I guess this is what she's gonna be doing. She just decided to become Oracle for her from now on. Um, hey, she was pretty effective as Oracle, um, and plus, like, she's got Cassandra and Stephanie, and there's no Alfred, so it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, Batman gets a guy in the chair. So um, Batman comes across this see- this crime scene where there's like a bunch of dead people. And he's like, someone sent a message. And he sees like a little <laughs> graffiti on the wall. And he's like, oh, I this isn't the clown hunter. They they thought it was the clown hunter. First, this isn't the clown hunter. I know who this is. This is personal. And then we get a flashback to Dublin, Ireland, when Batman was going around the world trying to find trainers uh, to help him become Batman. 
he just beats up this Irish dude because he's a world class knife master, and he's like, "Teach me how to be, how to fight with knives." And this poor guy well, is just like, you. <laughs> this poor guy is just like, "I'm tired. I was just chilling at this bar. I wanted a beer." And Batman's like, "Too bad. Yeah. <laughs> fight me. Too bad I'm here." Yeah. And this guy it. takes out his two knives, and he's like, "I'm cool." <laughs> And uh, right when they're about to fight, um, the ghost maker shows up. But before he was the ghost maker, he has like a whole wrap, like a bandana around his head and everything. And uh, they basically like he's like, if you want to find it, if you want to be taught by him, you have to fight me first. And Batman's like, fuck you, ghost maker. And they start fighting. So I guess Batman has like a shonen like right yeah, now. This, this, I was just about to say this is some shonen shit right here. Oh yeah, I'm actually a huge fan of this. I actually kind of yeah, like... I'm, I'm 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 a little invested. I'm not I'm not you know most of the time I just roll my eyes and be like eh whatever. <laughs> cool. Yeah, but, but you can tell this is clearly yeah. like Naruto and Sa- like you know and Asta. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. I'm, I'm with it. I want to I want to see how far <laughs> this guy goes. Man. I appreciate. He's it. got swords, bro. Did I mention that? Yeah, yeah. He's got he's the sword uh, character in every manga. You know, he's got to be the oh, sword yeah. guy. So you know, Two while, sword style. You know that. While they're fighting, this Irish dude is just in the background because he has no choice, I guess, in the matter. They're just whoever wins, he's got to train. Uh, and then we cut I back. I fucking hate teenagers. <laughs> yeah, I can't do an Irish accent. I wish I could, but I would have done it. If I could. <laughs> Can you think of Conor McGregor? No, I can't do it. I'm not good with accents. I could do voices. I fucking but... hate teenagers. That's not even good. What even is that? <laughs> you sounded. I've like... been. I went down to the the pub and drank a lot of Irish whiskey. It's really Hispanic. Oh, it, we got Hispanic after this episode. Don't take my liquor. <laughs> <laughs> you just want to take all of his accents. Oh, that's a gold mine. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll get we'll get one of those. Yeah, for every drunk character that we find, we're gonna use that drop. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. Um, meanwhile, in the present of Gotham City, uh, Harlan Quinn rents an apartment, and that's what this scene is. Uh, she's negotiating with a landlord. She says, "I'll pay double in rent. I know, I know where I came from. <laughs> uh, I'll pay double rent and I'll stay here." And she, he, landlord's like, "Fine. I know you're cool now, so you could stay, but you're paying double rent and don't talk to nobody." Um, so yeah, pretty good. Harley has a place to stay. Meanwhile, Clown Hunter is just watching her like, oh, I'm gonna kill you. Uh, he's gearing up to like totally murder Harley Quinn when, um, the ghost maker finds him. He's like, hey, you know, you're pretty impressive, but, I, and I know you're 12, but I gotta kill you now. Yeah, I gotta send a message to, uh, my old rival. <laughs> so, yeah. you know how that goes. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Like, go like uh, Clown Hunter is just like shook. Like, oh man, I didn't see this coming. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't. <laughs> he knows. Like, he's like, ah, oh, anybody that dressed like that and landed on his rooftop that quick, <laughs> I'm not trying to see parts. Yeah, yeah. This was a huge mistake. I should have just been a regular boy. Um, like, oh man, I regret everything right now. But luckily for him, uh, that's when Batman pulls up and punches him in the face, and is like, Sasuke. You know, so now they're just basically arguing over this twelve-year-old boy. But really, what the Ghostmaker saying? And he'll be the Wizard King. Yeah, he's. Oh, <laughs> it's essentially what they're doing is that like eventually, like they start fighting, and then uh, Ghostmaker starts like, c- like talking shit. 
She's like, you've not been good for this city. You look at this place. It sucks. But with me around. But all these all these things happened Yeah. by, by all these different writers. And you know what? I'm, I'm over it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, this time he's like, we're, we're going to fight. But the winner, winner takes Gotham. Uh, so, yeah. They're basically going to fight to the see. The winner gets to be the Hokage. Yeah, pretty much. Wizard King, Hokage, King of the Pirates. Yeah. Whoever gets to do this. I guess the one piece. <laughs> Gotham's the one piece, and <laughs> whoever wins this is the King of the Pirates. So uh, isn't it kind of fucked up that Bruce is putting Gotham on the line, like, on a bet? <laughs> well, he hasn't said yes yet. So <laughs> he hasn't accepted, but the Ghostmaker's probably not going to give him a like, choice. It's like, no, no. No, I don't give a Gotham. No. No, I'm going to be the Wizard King. <laughs> it's going to be... Uh, it, it's. I actually like this. I mean, you know, it is silly. But we're big fans of Shonen Manga, and this is very much just the trope of Shonen Manga. I like how he even showed up... It he showed up in the flashback just like a, like a rival. He's just like... <laughs> With his mask and all that stuff. Looking yeah, back. before he, Yeah, oh, you can't learn from that teacher. I'm going to learn from him. <laughs> yeah, no, man. we can't learn at the same time and try to make ourselves better. <laughs> Coexist. Oh, really hope, right now. I really hope his only motive of coming to Gotham is literally just to be better than Batman. It is. <laughs> like, he's just that fucking... It, he's just that much of an asshole. It is. It is literally I mean, that. He said he's been doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. That was his words, right? He, he said he didn't. He up. doesn't even like Gotham. He's just like, I can't stand what you're doing here. Uh, I, I don't like living here, but I will live here just to show that I'm better than you. Which is supreme petty shit. I'm surprised Josh isn't like <laughs> bouncing off the walls for this character because that's some pretty heavy shit talking. I said I'm for it, and I want to see <laughs> how this develops. He even uses Odin's uh, two sword style. Oh yeah, I know, I'm glad you recognize. Yeah, Ghostmaker can use Rio pretty good batman's in trouble yeah i mean batman doesn't have his money anymore so he's pretty why much... the fuck is batman trying to learn how to fight with knives though just in why case not? he has to fight he's trying knives. to learn to be the best in everything how do you think he could fight with all these other superheroes yeah that's knowledge and training yeah what See, if superman really, it was a shonen manga what if dark side pulls a knife I mean, on him you know he has to be able to defend <laughs> against that he's like oh wait i learned how to deal with this from a drunk irish man he's got a butterfly <laughs> knife he's like i went to dublin bitch <laughs> I could not fight with the best of them. It's a, <laughs> I had a good time reading this, honestly. So, you know, pick it up. Uh, yeah. Uh, ready to move on, boys? Oh, yeah. sir. It's time to randomize. My hero academia. Oh, yeah, baby. My Brian academia. <laughs> Let's go. It's back. Um... Last we left off, we had a bit of a commercial break featuring um, Uraraka and uh, and Toga, which is not oh, over. Yeah. But we start immediately with this flashback to where um, what I forget this girl's name. I know what her deal is, but I she doesn't show up that often. I kind of forget. Spinny girl, shock, spinny shockwave, blast, uh, girl. shockwave She's one girl, of the big three. Yeah, I know who she is, yeah. but I just don't know. Flying the spinny blasty spiral. Because girl. weirdly yeah. enough, of the big three, she is by far the least focused on. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of weird. I, For now, anyway. I mean, I hope so. I hope we get more from her. But anyway, she's like pulling up. She's on her way to Midoriya and the rest with, uh, and Ida tags along, because you know, they're they're boys. That's basically his logic. Is like. Those are my boys. 
I'm not gonna stand by. So you know, he uh, he starts running. Uh, meanwhile, back at the battlefield with Midoriya and the rest, uh, Todoroki, MVP of this whole thing. He's just catching everyone, performing first aid. Um, he caught uh, Deku. Cauterizing wounds and shit. <laughs> yeah, for real. Like, why isn't this series about him? <laughs> you know, you know what else? You know what else is well, that? Is that everything he's doing right now is the reason? Like, is the thing he was struggling at most and was close to denying him a hero license. Yeah, like he's literally doing everything that he wasn't good at before. You're right, Brian. I remember that actually from like the test. That's when he pretty failed. cool. Wow, I didn't think about that. Actual develop. Wow, that's really subtle development. Good for you. Um, uh, damn, I don't know why Horikoshi. Sorry, um, it's been two weeks. I already forgot your name. Um, okay, so he catches Deku and Bakugo. They're both still alive, still breathing, and he's like, "All right, guys, settle down now. I have to start. I have to start healing you up a little bit." And uh, yeah, unfortunately, um, Shigaraki is not fucking doing that. He is all all tendrils. He's got like twenty-seven tendrils, just all from his body. Like fucking, like, like, uh, Doctor Octopus. Yeah, he looks. Yeah, yeah, man, he looks really creepy. Yeah, oh, like that girl from uh, Legend of Korra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's hella thirsty. Half his face is all for one. Half his face is his. They're basically dueling over whether they should stay. Like. All for one is like, please, bro, you gotta go right now. <laughs> please go. And uh, Shigaraki is like, no, I can still fight. Um, that's when he gets uh, kind of disrupted by uh, the shockwave girl. Uh, and the chaos continues. Uh, Ida shows up and he's like, a gigantic. <laughs> Fly at a speed of sound. <laughs> I wish I had the Sonic song, that Sonic song as a drop. That would have been a good one to put here. Uh, yeah. But uh, in any case, he basically warns everybody. He's like, yo, there's a giant man coming, and he is going to fuck shit up. We got to get out right now. Also, uh, there's a bunch of Nomus like, still around fighting everybody. Uh, the Shockwave girl peeps at uh, the Ryugiku, who's fucked up, and she gets an angry face. So hopefully yeah, she gets actually she gets some gets cool tight. shit. That's a master. Yeah, hopefully she like gets a moment where she gets to do something like really cool and stand out. She hasn't had that yet. But I am hoping for it. Uh, so, yeah, as that battle is ensuing, we cut back to Uraka and uh, Toga as they fight, argue about st- st- emotions and uh, and liking Deku. Uh, at some point, Toga steals, like, the little All Might thing that, um, that Uraka carries around that Deku gave her. Uh, <laughs> and she's, like, biting it. I don't know, you know, while she's saying like we're the same. I've always we like the same boy, all that stuff. And Uraka's just not fucking around. She could give a shit what Toga's trying to do right now. He's like, "What are you talking yeah, about?" Yeah, she's <laughs> being thorough. I mean, she has to be because Toga's not not no pushover. No, yeah, and Uraka kind of is. I mean, it's a credit to Uraka that she's not like Deku. You know, it's like cool that <laughs> she's like. What are you talking about? <laughs> Zero satellites. And uh, she starts throwing a bunch of shit with her uh, gravity stuff. Um, I feel like they're having, like, here's the thing with this whole, Watoga's, like, just dropping all this, like, personal stuff. Uraka's basically like, if you're going to live as you please and threaten people, then you also have to live with the consequences. And I'm like, I'm not sure. I feel like they're having two different conversations. I'm not 
super following. I don't know if it's a translation issue or just the way it's written. I don't know if you guys... I felt kind of confused about this point. Well, the, the, all right, I'll tell you this. I, th I think one thing that's definitely being applied here is that they're for sure on two different pages. Mm -hmm. She's, um, Toga's asking questions, you know, she's kind of like she's asking, you know, riddles or nothing like that, but she has, she's interpreting the answers in her own way and she's looking for different answers. You know what I'm saying? While Toga's just kind of answering quickly, not even really putting a lot of thought into it except for like certain statements there, mm -hmm. you know, so... That's all it is. I think Toga is just interpreting things, you know, differently. Yeah. Than than than, uh, than we normally were because she's psychotic, right? I guess this is a time will tell thing as to what Toga really wanted out of this conversation because I'm still kind of yeah. confused as to what that might be. Maybe if you're if you're watching right now, if you know, if you have like a better idea, please comment and let us know. When you know, we'll read your comment on the show and all that stuff. Just to I mean, clarify. I, I actually, well, yeah, go ahead, oh, right. go ahead. Uh, I was thinking, like, as I read this again now, I'm thinking, like, it looks like she was looking to see if, like, I don't know. Like, I wonder if she's looking to see if Toga, I mean, if Uraka would, you know, penalize her for being herself or something like that. Like, because she mentions, like, when I was little, I was told to stop being me. That doesn't work. When you shut your feelings away, it only grows inside. And it's like, she has this weird delusion that her, Deku, and Urak and Uraka are all friends, right? Or or lovers, mm -hmm. in a way. Mm -hmm. So she's probably looking for acceptance from her. And when she, mm -hmm. when she doesn't find that, she's actually going to kill her. Because it looks like Toga is going to like throw knives at her and shit. Okay. Until... Well, until she shows up. Yeah, I feel like that makes it a little clearer now. Because um, she's like crying too. Yeah, you know the delusion thing really kind of helped me understand it then. Because I guess I for I, I mean not that I forgot, but I didn't take that in consideration that Toga really thinks that they're all friends. Uh, and I guess when she's thinking about like how heroes killed, uh, twice, just for being who he is and being a villain. Does that mean that people are going to kill her for what she is? And is it especially going to come from the people who she loves and she probably thinks that she loves them back? She They love her back? Uh, I guess that makes sense. Now, I, I, I guess I understand it a little better, but um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, maybe this could have been timed a little better. If it, maybe it came a little earlier or a little maybe later. Or, I don't know. There seems to be a um, this consensus thought with Toga, I, at least with Toga. I don't know if it's with the whole group of villains. I don't know how, how they feel specifically on the subject, but I think for her internally, she's trying to explain that, you know, we do we deserve to be punished for being who we are? And that's exactly what um, Uraka said, right? She said, yeah, you're going to do that. And live how, like you said, if, you, if, if you're going to live as you please, meaning the way you feel, how you are, mm -hmm. then you have to live with the consequences, meaning, yeah, shit like y'all getting smoked by heroes. Mm -hmm. Even if she, even if a rock didn't say that, that's for sure how Toga interpreted it. Yeah. I think that's un, uh, undeniable. Yeah. And that's what it was coming down to. Like, all right, like, like how 
what you and Brian was saying about her having this illusion in her head that, you know, they're all kind of chummy or whatever. Um, that was her understanding, like, yeah, we're going to be followers forever because I'm going to keep doing me and I'm not going to, I don't, I don't see how these consequences are something I should avoid because uh, I like what I'm doing. Okay. And that's it. I don't think it was too much thought. I also do think that there is bigger implications for this after this conversation for as sure. well for them being rivals. I think this is just another step towards that. Okay. Well, this made me like the chapter a little bit more now. now like now that I feel like I get it. I was a little confused because I don't know. I guess I. I it's hard I to remember to... because she's speaking seriously, but she she's also, you know, not. I don't even want to say right in mind. She's not normal. She's not thinking. I guess, quote unquote, normally, and that is something they. I, I believe the author has tried to make a very specific deal about mm-hmm. um, with Toga and some of these other villain members. You know, it's not just a plain good guys beat bad guys type of story. Right. Most stories like that nowadays aren't. And there's, you know, huge implications here. And that's why it's kind of hard. I think you just got to keep all of that in mind. You got to take you it know. seriously while also, you know, remembering that she, she's not all the way healthy. Yeah. I, quote, unquote, healthy. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I just, like, I think I just got lost in the way that maybe it was written or translated or something. And it's also maybe because, like, that's kind of an on-purpose thing, too, because... Like, Uraka was also kind of confused. Like, what are you talking about? Yes, I'm going. We it was done to... well. Yeah, I, yeah. I think, yeah. I think that makes sense. She wasn't on the same page as I at all. Because mm-hmm. that's not, she's like, this shit ain't a fucking game. Where Toga is like, yes, it is. I'm, what's, what are you, what's so serious? Almost like the Joker, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of cool. I like the little interaction between Suyu and uh, Toga. I oh, thought yeah. my tongue was about to get cut off, though. I was oh, scared dude, yeah, yeah. Sue shows up. I don't know if we finished recapping the chapter, but Sue shows up, and um, and she's like, she's like, oh, hi, Suyu. And she's like, I told you not to fucking call me that. We're not friends. Uh, it's pretty good. Uh, and Toga manages to escape. Uh, now I know that we didn't finish recovering the chapter. Good. Uh, she leaves behind the uh, All Might thing, though. I guess, like, as a symbol, is like, yeah, we're done now. Me and you, were finished. Mm. And, uh, you know, she, she manages to escape. And we return to the hell fucking battlescape that is going on with uh, Shigaraki and the rest. Chapter ends in a two-page spread where I feel like this is, like, get ready, this is the climax moment where everyone's converging. You even see... I didn't peep this till like also an hour before starting the pod, but Gigantomachia is right there in the background. Yes, yeah. That's why they all look while they're in the fight. They're Jesus all, you know, Christ! All the heads are turned. Yeah, they all and turn they're around. just like, uh, look how crazy. Ah oh, man, I wish we could show you guys more vividly, but yeah, this shit chills down my spine. And this I'd, is a I'd also... black and white colored fucking. Square picture, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Come on. Yeah, there's just oh, so much going on. It's very Oda-like, where like he he can sometimes manage to cram so many things into one panel, and this is pretty impressive for like one panel. I'd also like to point out that um, the Shigaraki half isn't Shigaraki; it's all uh, all for one's half. Yeah, I said that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I said that earlier on, but good catch still though. I didn't notice it like before too, but. 
Also, Wait, Dobby, what you mean, Shigaraki's half? If you look in the very all beginning, the it's one half. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, one yeah. half all for one, one half Shigaraki. Um, yeah, yeah, but I mean, that that chapter really specifically, cool. that's what they chose Shigaraki's expression to be is on all for one's uh, side, not Shigaraki. Is it? Oh, yeah, you're right. Oh, at in the, the, the two-page yeah. spread at the yeah. end. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 why I was like mainly. Yeah, it's pretty interested. much it's pretty much just a two page spread of all the characters converging on each other. Giganto Machia is just yelling. His ma- his jaw mask is off. Uh, Todoroki's just looking like fuck. Hmm. Dobby is Dobby. like hell yeah, dude. Sup. Um, this next chapter is gonna be fucking nuts. Like yeah. I just I don't know what the fuck is gonna happen, dude. Like yeah. there's just. There's just too much stuff that has to pay, like that has to pay off. Like obviously, Maki is probably gonna go night night soon, because <laughs> he took that fucking like sleeping potion or whatever from a long ass time ago. He has Ooh, to go. To sleep soon. I keep forgetting about that. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's not gonna be all wrapped up in one chapter, but uh, yeah, but we're this closing is, in. This, if there's a moment for Dobby for a Dobby reveal to happen, it's next chapter, I think. Or real soon. Oh yeah, yeah. so I wonder who I wonder what reveal we're talking about. <laughs> because both Endeavor and Todoroki are here, and every time I think from from what I remember, every time they've encountered each other, like Dobby and the Todorokis, they've encountered each other separately for the most part. Like mm-hmm. they've never been in the same all three of them never been together at the same time. Yeah. So I think this is the moment where, you know Yeah, and they show Dobby they, specifically they, in, in the they drop the mic. What if we're all wrong and like Horikoshi's just playing us hard? It turns out there's he's not no way, dude. All. There's no way it's not. <laughs> or or maybe he's like he he's like a product of um Toyo. What what's his name? Toya. 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 Maybe he's like Toya's quirk forced into another person's body or something oh, like that. Like, oh shit! Yeah, something like that. Something Man, like that. that might be really cool. Wear his skin on. Brian. like that. That'd be pretty crazy. Whoa! Is that like an actual theory amongst the fandom, or did you think? No, that? it's it's something I thought of just now. Brian. Like literally, just yeah, now. I didn't even think about that. Either, big news, Brian. Big brain, Brian. Damn. Because there is a chance that like that's why his body is rejecting his powers so hard. Oh man, that's great! Wow. I'm not gonna be able to sleep tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's that might actually be the case. Whoa. Cause you know what? It's been made that obvious. So that that type of twist would be like the oh that's fucked up. Like, you know, the make uh, making them having to kill him more of a mm-hmm. you know, not not a sad situation, a nah, you gotta die situation. Damn. <laughs> oh boy. Well, on on the heels of that, my really great theory. I mean honestly, good job, Brian. Uh yeah. Are you ready, guys? You guys ready to move on? Yeah, I've. God damn, my hero academia is so good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it is time to randomize. Oh, good. Avengers. This Avengers. Is... Avengers. This is Avengers number thirty-eight. Um, this is kind of like a single issue type of deal. Um, last we left off, the whole Age of Conchu thing is over. So. You know, yeah. we're we're about to lead into a new arc, but first, we get a whole issue dedicated to Mephisto, <laughs> pretty much. Um, yeah, 
Don't you love it? We start with a few centuries ago. There's this guy who's dying on the road in in the middle of Kansas somewhere. And, uh, you know, he's just, like, crying. He's, his family's with him in the little carriage they got. And he's like, please, I would give anything to survive for me and my family. And then Mephisto Snake pulls up with a fucking knife. And he's like, anything you say. <laughs> <laughs> and this guy's immediately like, yes. So, <laughs> basically, he hands this knife over to this guy. And he goes in and he kills the family he has inside. And I know the deal that was that like he's supposed to do this to save his family. But apparently, it wasn't this family. So he kills mm. this first family and then he like you know just remarries and has a new family down the line. Uh we cut now to New York City. Um Black Panther is confronting Moon Knight on the rooftops of New York <laughs> because what else is new in New York in <laughs> Marvel's New York? Imagine walking down the street, walking down Broadway and all you look up and you see <laughs> Moon Knight and Black Panther. Just... <laughs> Should we move? Should we get the fuck out of here? Oh, by the way, I think they cast Moon Knight. They did. It's Oscar Isaac, no? Yeah, Oscar Isaac. That's pretty wild. Why are they making a show. Moon Knight movie? Did you not read not Age sure. of Conscience? I'm, I'm not sure if it's a movie. It could It could be. It's a, not a movie. Uh, it's a TV show. Yeah, it could or be Disney a show. Disney Plus. Right? It's going to be a Why Disney are they Plus. making a TV? Oh, mental health. I don't know, man. Moon Knights have been around forever. And you saw how he dusted the Avengers just now. <laughs> Why? <laughs> People wanted Keanu Reeves to be Moon Knight. But yeah, there's I no guess, way. Uh, He's also a little. Too, he might be too old. <laughs> huh? <He's>, <laughs> he might be a little too old. To no be way. <laughs> He's uh, Keanu Reeves is like fifty something. He's got to save himself for John Wick four and five, which I am excited for. What? No, but Keanu Reeves has been really adamant about trying to get into the. MCU, like I, him no, and I'm Kevin sure. Feige, have been looking. Yeah, but they're not gonna. He's the not right gonna do a him. TV show for. He'll do a movie. I don't think he's gonna do a TV show. But anyway, Moon Knight is basically like they're just talking about the Age of Conchu stuff. Awkward, I guess. <laughs> um, Moon Knight is like, yeah, I had to do what I had to do. All right. My only regret is that Conchu's just a little bitch. You know. Yeah, that's literally his only regret. It's like Country turned out to be not laying waste to your friends and you. Yeah, he turned out to be a real weakling. Um, so Black Panther's like, all right, I know your heart was in the right place. I don't agree with what you did, you know, kicking the asses of all of our friends and taking their powers. But you want to be an Avenger? We can all still, you know, we could do this together. And Moon Knight's like, no, I'd rather stick to the alleyways and just beat up people who are significantly weaker than I am. Fuck this extraterrestrial shit you guys are doing. So, you know. He I don't care if Mephisto murders the world. Yeah, I tried. Yeah, problem now. I tried. You can't say that I didn't try. I went all the way to Kunlun to fight Iron Fist and take his powers. I gave him my best shot. That shit. was the hardest fight of them all, man. That was a, that was a hard fight. Yeah, when you think about it, how easily he smoked Thor in comparison to how hard he worked against Danny Rand. Yeah. Um, Cause when, but once he got the Iron Fist, it was over. I pretty mean, much. Danny Rand could stand up to anybody, man. And then he walked. Not he that just, durable. Once he knew he could just like beat up people with his fist, he just walked over to Doctor Strange, who's really just a magic nerd, and just beat him up. Yeah, and right. Him his power. What? I didn't even people have. Give he me that. To jump on him, right? I forgot. <laughs> Give me that back. Doctor Strange uh, summoned mummies on him, and he still kicked their ass. It was pretty cool. Why don't wow. you want a Moon Knight TV show? What if he did all that? 
in the TV show. That would be lit. That would be cool. Um, we cut back to Avengers Mountain where they have just the dead bodies of all the Mephistos that uh, Khonshu managed to kill in the uh, previous arc. And Tony's just pissed because he's like, this isn't even half of them. <laughs> There's so many Mephistos and they're all coming for us. It's real fucked up. Oh my god. Like, why do you want to keep the bodies around? Why are you keeping the bodies of Satan in your hideout? Because they look really funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's some of them. Are, like, one is a Viking. One just straight up has a suit on. One has a cool cowl. One's a mummy. That's pretty cool suit, though. <laughs> yeah. Suit. yeah, no, he's uh, he's fresh as fuck. Um, but yeah, t- <laughs> Tony's freaking out because he knows what's really going on, and everybody's like, "Yeah, you're not really filling us in." And you're just speaking very they're, vaguely. He's coming for me, all right? He wants he wants me. Captain America's just like, chill, bro. We're the Avengers. I never not wear this costume. <laughs> um, but in any case, yeah, Tony's freaking out. Everybody's just like, chill, bro, chill. And uh, we cut back to the past. Sorry, I had to put my phone on uh, my uh, computer on the charger. Uh, we cut back to the past or something where... Um, Mephisto shows up at this family, like the old guy, the guy he killed in the past. He's just haunting their family for generations because <laughs> he, I guess they like got rich because he survived and, you know, he, he owes him for that. <laughs> and uh, it's not over yet. So he goes up to his descendant, to his wife, actually, after this guy dies. And he's like, well, I got your husband's soul, but that's not enough. So I need the fingers of all your children pronto. And uh, his wife's like, oh, fuck. All right. And she does it. She just brings him the fingers of all of her children, which is. Not all the fingers. I think one finger for me, right? I said fingers of all. Like, yeah, one finger off of each child, um, which is pretty. I mean, it still sucks, but. It's, uh, it's weird that all their fingers are painted the same. It's true. They all have long fingers and they're all and <laughs> they're painted. Like, cut your nails. <laughs> How many kids do you have? If there's one children, <laughs> one, two, three, one, two, three five, four, six, five, seven, six. eight, nine. I count nine. No. He's got what? nine kids. That's wow, a lot of kids. I mean, what? I guess, and they're all painted. They all have their fingernails painted. The exact same length fingernails, and they all paint them. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, you know, olden days. I guess they all painted their nails and just let them grow out to weird extents. Um, but yeah. Mephisto's just cheesing with a bunch of children's fingers in his hand. Yeah, kind of hey, weird. Yeah, I did it. <laughs> this is a good day. Yeah, like why? Like, <laughs> what a good why? day. I got nine children's fingers. Huge fan. Um, we cut back to a. <laughs> we go back to Avengers Mountain, and Iron Fist is there, and I'm like, join the team, join the team. Yeah, that's a name. Yeah, I it's already kind of like a thing, right? And they made Ghost Rider join. Might as well let fucking Danny Rain since he's one of the primordial yeah. powers or something. Yeah, it's him and Doctor Strange. They're both there, and they're examining the uh, star brand. And apparently, like, Danny is not aware of the 1 million BC um, Iron Fist. It's not written in the book of of the Iron Fist, so... Even he's yeah, like, probably because they just made that shit up. But <laughs> this is the very first <laughs> that's one. That's just my guess. <laughs> you know, that's how you know, like how nobody knew about Avatar One before. You know, you I know, mean, they, I'm pretty sure saying. they knew about him. No, that was always a thing. Okay, he was in. No, no, no. I'm not saying it's an ass pull. I'm saying like nobody really. Blasphemy. It's too many. Oh, it's too many avatars hey. to be like. Oh, who was the first avatar? You know. 
Because Korra didn't even know, and she's the Avatar. Yeah, but like, not everybody know. Not every Avatar knows every Avatar. I would figure they did. They could talk like, to each you other. You would have to look for them. You would think Juan would have helped Aang. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> in this weird mountain, the phoenix is just wiling out. It's just like on a mountain, like, Rah! you know, and Thor, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Thor and Blade are just looking at it from afar. <laughs> like, mm. wowee. That's not good. <laughs> Jeez. Blade's like, what do you think it wants? And Thor's like, it wants a host. What do you think it wants? <laughs> It's like it's a fucking. I don't fucking know. It's a host. It wants a host. It, what it always wants when it comes here, it just wants somebody to take over its body. Um. So yeah, basically, Iron Blade is like, we got to find a way to kill this thing, and Thor's like, I know how to kill it, but it might kill me. So, you know, I'm not trying to. That's not uh, first case scenario that I'm going for. Um, we then cut to four billion years ago, where the uh, the celestial that was the um the avengers mountain like what the celestial they now live inside of is just vomiting blood and it pretty much explains like as we all knew <laughs> that this celestial was kind of uh the reason that this earth exists the way it does because it was like it just fell from the sky infected earth with its uh gross bodily juices um it also seems to have created mephisto i guess is what they're implying uh and Mephisto, throughout the years, has just been going around the galaxy talking shit to every major problem that the Marvel Universe has ever had to face. Like, Mephisto- Yeah, some of these I don't recognize. Like, yeah. obviously, I see Apocalypse. I know. Like- First one is Thanos. I can tell by the speech. Oh, part. that's Thanos with the skull. Okay. Yeah, uh, that's Thanos. The second one was Apocalypse. And he's ba- he's basically whispering into all their ears, like... Yeah. Oh, that's Hulk on the- Yeah, Hulk's the other one. And the last one... Who the one, fuck is the space? Uh, sure. Planet Doom that we see later. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well... We'll yeah. explain when we get there. We'll have to talk about that later. <laughs> we'll get there. Okay, so, yeah. Basically, Mephisto's been the influence of every major villain, apparently, that's ever existed. Because we get a big shot of all of them. Thanos apparently came to Earth as a child a million years ago. Just a teenager with a ray gun threatening the 1 million BC Avengers. Um, you know, then we cut back to centuries ago, you know, in Egypt where Thor was fighting Apocalypse. This happened, right? This is Chaos War, right? Brian, can you look up what Chaos, Chaos War is? Because I feel like this is what they're referencing, like Thor versus Apocalypse or something. I didn't read Chaos War. Sorry. <laughs> it's a, but I feel like this is familiar. Uh, the Hulk fighting. The yeah, Avengers. I remember they fought. And he Earth... had he had cut him with Yarnborn, right? The axe. Yarnborn, Yarnbjorn. He Yarnborn. has Mjolnir near her. Um. But uh, in any way, uh, Earth a few years ago with the Hulk, and now finally uh, eons from now, in Earth's orbit with uh, Doom, the Living Planet, because apparently, eons from now, Doom finds a way to upload his psyche into a planet. And uh, he's fighting Wolverine as the Phoenix and Thor's grandchildren. Um, pretty sick. <laughs> uh, I'd uh, I'd like to see that. Um, but yeah, we that had... Darkskin girl is his kid too. Looks like Storm. Yeah, I think that's his kid too. I could be wrong, but I feel like I know I know Thor had three daughters. So... Yeah, I remember that. Um. Or granddaughters. I think these are his grandkids. 
I don't know if I said that or daughters, but um. Yeah, we then cut to now. Uh, Brian, did you find the chaos core? I'm sorry if I'm like. Um, looking at it right now, it does. It does seem like it is chaos war. Okay, cool. Hmm. So yeah, Mephisto started the chaos war. Um. Okay, so we cut back to now. The current descendant of the Winthrop family, the old man from the very first page, is just chilling in his mansion. And um, Howard Stark shows up with Mephisto, and he's like, all right, you know what the time it is. It's time for you to pay your debt. And he just ends up killing the entire family. And he's, and uh, he So they all ended up dying anyway. Yep, at the end of it all. That's fucked up. Uh, the reason they do this because they're trying to... Uh, I guess, like, constantly collecting shit from these guys would uh, be enough to power, like, garner enough magical power to power this resurrection spell. But, um, yeah, it seems to be not enough at this time. But, um, yeah, that Mephisto's like, this will do for now. We have much work to do. And that's where the issue ends. Uh, yeah, I wonder who he's trying to resurrect. It can't be himself, because he could just walk around and do shit. Yeah, he's good. Um, but yeah, I think like talking about this issue maybe kind of like appreciated a little bit more. I do like that Thanos was here as a kid, and he got fucked up by the one million BC Avengers. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, yeah, I like this issue solid. Um, I don't have much to say. I I like that the implications that it might mean for the MCU, uh, the Marvel Universe. Maybe Iron Fist will join the team. That would be cool. What else is he doing right now? He doesn't even have his... He keeps getting serious and getting canceled. It's unfair. He usually has really good series. That's all I have to say. Um, you want to move on, Josh? Or About who? Wait, Iron who, Fist. who has good series? Iron Fist. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Old series. The one I read was really good, too. Next, next, uh, the next Avengers looks pretty interesting. They're getting into the past of the Phoenix. Yeah, they've been. Yeah, the next issue is gonna like every couple, every like arc or so, they take a minute to go back to the BC times and focus on one of the original Avengers of that time. I like it. Yeah, me too. I like it a lot. Next one. Except they haven't given up on this. Yeah, next one's gonna be Phoenix, which is uh, pretty interesting. Uh, but yeah, that's all. That that was. Avengers, you guys ready to randomize? Here. Let's go. Let me say, is this ice? <laughs> Dickhead, is it cold? Dickhead, is it cold? <laughs> world Trigger. Oh. oh, shit. This is World Trigger Chapter 203, The Away Mission Test. Um, we start off this chapter with Yuma learning how to ride a bike. Very wholesome. And then Hughes <laughs> is also like, what is this contraption? And they try to teach him how to ride a bike, but he falls off just regular with his face just deadpan like, oh. <laughs> Very charming. Very fun little scene. Um, but then we get back to business because uh, their operator shows up. And she's like, the selection test schedule is up. And um, before we get into they they basically get the schedule for this, um, for this away mission uh, test to determine who's going to go, who's eligible to go. Before they do that, they have to fill out a survey. Do you want to join the away mm. mission? Yes. Yes with my squad or no? Uh, besides the members of your own squad, who would you prefer to work with? And they, they are allowed to pick five other agents. Is there anyone you'd prefer not to work with? And um, Osamu notices that Rashiyama is not on the list, but 
Kitora is. Who's Arashiyama, the uh, swordsman with the no, black hair? No, he's the gunner on Kitora's team. He's like the captain of Kitora's team. The guy with the... the One of the first people they met, the really nice kid. I don't know, it's hard to describe. They all kind of look the same, yeah. <laughs> like the, aside from hair. All I remember is the guy is the... Whatever. We don't see him right. a lot these anyway. days. But anyway, and it has been a long time since we've seen most of these characters, but uh, Rashiyama's not on there. Kitora's on there, though, and Osamu's like, ooh, I'm picking Kitora. Um, mm. <laughs> um, Yuma chooses uh, Shun, which is uh, Midorikawa, Kage, Zoe, Murakami, and Toma. That's a pretty good team. Who's Shun? Midorikawa. Uh, his little, huh? kid, the little kid that challenged him and is his friend, pretty much, taught him the grasshopper. Oh yeah, 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 yeah! I remember him with the with the light with the with the white hair. No, he's got with like the light hair. He's got right? light hair, yes. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, they he, yeah, he I, smoked him in the yeah, first yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and all for the reason that they get along. Um, Hughes picks Azuma, Murakami, Inukai, and uh, the Akoma Squad shooter, which is cool. The Akoma Squad shooter? Mizukami. The shooter from... Who's uh, the Akoma Squad? Akoma's the guy with the gla- with the sunglasses with the long-range uh, wind blade thing. D- Dude, the cool character. The, one, the really funny one that they fought against last time. The one with the really long whirlwind uh, range. Oh, oh. What's his name? Akoma is that guy. Ikoma, oh, that is they, Ikoma. He wants his shooter. Only for he seems like the least annoying person on that team. Oh, the, the sniper you're talking about? No, his shooter. He has a shooter? Yes, he has a shooter. It's been really long since we've seen most of these characters, so I understand. Oh, my God. Damn, I don't remember. I feel so bad. You might have to I don't reread even know. it. Who's Inukai? Who's Inukai? Inukai is... Um, oh, I know this one. Inukai, Inukai. Fuck. Damn, Inukai, I know who this is. Yeah, we... I know the name. We, I should have prepared much better. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm going to formally apologize. I'm like Googling all the names. It's Inukai, fine, Brian. Inukai. I would have been asked. It's cool. Look. I know who Inukai is. I mean, I wouldn't know how to describe... This is just for me to remember. How okay. Look. <laughs> I know who Kage is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Zoe is the... Zoe is, is the grenade, right? Yeah, the grenade. <laughs> Murakami is fourth rank guy, sleeps and gets better guy. Remember? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Sleeps right. And Toma. Inukai. Why don't Who's I know? Toma? I think he's an attacker. Inukai. Toma is the sniper. Is the top sniper. Oh, right? with the with the with the hairdo. Yeah, he's the number one sniper. I think. That's cool. Hughes pick Azuma. It's pretty sick. Um, yeah, the, the yeah the first. Oh, I think he right? like picked who he thinks are the strongest people. Yeah, um, which is cool. Um, the girl, um, Brian, can you look up the the their operator's name? I'm I keep I haven't forgot I haven't remembered her name yet. The operator name for who? The Tomakoma Two operator. I think it starts with a U or something, but I don't know. Um, anyway. So Chica doesn't really know who she wants to work with. She picked Emma. <laughs> Ship. Um, 
And that's about it. Because, like, the Nasu squad girls are unavailable because they're not going on the way away mission. Um, yeah. Uh, this is interesting. Uh, Osamu's picks are really cool. He picked uh, Kitora, Kikuchihara, Izumi. I don't know who that is. Kikuchihara is the kid with the ears. He can, like, who's got the hearing side effect. Okay. Um, Izumi is the uh, the Tachikawa shooter. Like, the best shooter. The girl? Uh, her name is Usami, by the way. Usami, thank you. Um, no, Izumi is the uh, the sh- the number one shooter, the one on Tachikawa squad. <laughs> it's fine, and uh, he picks Azuma as well. And now he's thinking, who should I pick last? He picks Ninomiya. And then he, which hits... I thought was really really cool. Yeah, he hits yeah. submit response, and uh, they arrive at the uh, the away mission orientation. They pretty much just skip to the orientation day. And it turns out a ton of agents are there. Um, there's a pun- there's a bunch of people from mid tier, B rank and above. Kitora's there. A lo- like pretty much all the A rank folks are there. Nasu squad is there as well. Well, at least one of the Nasu squad members, Kumi guy, yeah. is there. Um, and that's when Shinoda comes in. He's like, "Settle down. We're gonna explain the test." And uh, in so many words, this test is pretty much a very practical exam. Um, they're they're divided into two phases. Uh, the reason they invited so many people here is because everybody from mid B tier has the option of coming along because they're able to bring so many people this time. Uh, they're not able to bring, I guess, like maybe full squads, but individual members from B ranks can come, as well as the top two B rank squads. Uh, and you know, just for the sake of it, everybody else, this is a good way to evaluate where they are and maybe you know. It could be promotions later down the line, all that stuff. Um, it's uh, it's very, you know, uh, practical. The first phase is a sealed environment phase of the test, where they basically have to live for what I don't know, like an, I don't know if they really say oh a whole week on a uh, on on this like sealed environment, basically modeled to look like the ship they will be traveling in. Um, there's they spend there a week just to learn how the ship works and, you know, whether they'll be okay living together, all that stuff. Um, and the second phase is the combat fucking phase. Hell yeah! Oh yeah, you know, that's all we wanted to see. It's a 36-hour combat phase. So at some point, we're going to get nonstop World Trigger action. Uh, it's going to simulate battles. They're not going to be fighting against each other, I think. It's probably going to be more simulated what it would be like to face the dangers that they've they will be facing in neighbor worlds teamwork probably stuff you know mm-hmm. but there is a twist get the most out of the abilities yeah there is a twist to the exam though uh the agents that are uh that the agents that participate will be placed in different squads so they're going to be basically shuffling everyone around and uh which explains why they ask who they want to and don't want to work with um, yeah. So yeah, they basically are shuffling squads around. The, there's gonna be teams of there's gonna be eleven teams of one captain, one operator, three agents. And um, yeah, basically they're gonna have provisional captains for now. And uh, next chapter, we're gonna learn who the eleven provisional captains are. I know what the what the squads are gonna be consisting of. Oh, damn, Brian. 
All of them? I know yeah, all it. I know it. <laughs> all eleven. I know. I know what well, all at least the main characters. You're gonna call all, all eleven? Right. Why don't you? No, no, no. I know how they're gonna put them together. I know how they're gonna put these teams together. I don't think it's gonna be as easy. I think you're thinking they're gonna put them all again with people that they don't want to work with. Yeah, I think it is because it's only three people, and they only choose two people that you don't want to work with. Hmm. So if you, including two other people that you don't want to work with. No, there's three agents, so it'll be a squad of four yeah. plus the operator. Yeah, but they, they're specifically talking about, like, agents. I, I see what you're saying. Mathematically speaking, yeah. like, But it could also just as well just be, you know, just still have a way to avoid certain people. And out of, you know, out of the two people chosen, at least you'll get maybe two of those people out of the five. Like, you're not guaranteed yeah. to work. You know what I'm saying? I feel, but I feel like it would make sense for it to be that way because it's like in a situation where you're in uh, in combat or against other people, it doesn't matter who you don't like. Like at the I end of the day, I think I agree yeah. with you to an extent. It might. I think it's a little counterintuitive to fill the shit with like all people. You, I think it'd be like a little bit of a divide where maybe like it'll be two people you don't like. And one person you do, or the other way around, one person that you didn't. One want person to you like, and one person you do, and two least. people you do. Yeah. Because well, no, it's only three. It's only three. Uh, it's three agents three in the captain per unit. So it's you, and then two other people. No, it's you as a captain. Captain. Then yeah. it'll be three others. Oh, the captain. Yeah. Is a captain, three agents, oh, and an operator. About the captain, yeah. You won't and even... I'm pretty sure. Like, I feel like there's a reason why he does certain things like this. You know, because it's like. He also at, makes sure that he adds in Katori to to yes. Osamu's list of things that he list of people he doesn't want to work with. I agree. Like, oh, yeah, I think I think Osamu has gonna to end be up a with reason Katori. why there's that one thing, you know, like no, yeah, it I could think... be like probably a test for captains themselves, like having a captain with a person they don't want to work with and a person that they do want to work with. I feel like that makes sense. Well, it's a test for everyone. Who's you know? Yoko Katori? Katori is the the girl you see here at the last page. The, the know-it-all girl that was, like, a problem for a while. Oh, man. That's funny. She's the one that, on Osamu's list, uh, they actually show who he doesn't want to work with, and she's on there. Yeah, she was the one I was there, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think it's a test for everyone. I think you're right, Brian. Uh, it's not only a test for the captains, because you have to learn how to work with people or, like, preside over people that you don't necessarily find good team players, but they also have to, the people that, they don't want to work with also has to learn how to take orders from someone they don't like. So, you know, it's an overall very, it's obviously a well-constructed test. It's very interesting. Um, this is a great opportunity for Ashihara to really have like some solid character development with it or everybody. Because when you think about it, like the whole, the B rank wars whole thing is just like this pragmatic battle where not many of them are growing as people, except for like Osamu and Chika uh, but now, like, this whole cast can get a chance to really, like, level up in terms of development and become more fleshed out. Uh, so great. And, of course, it's done yeah. a very World Trigger way where it's, like, yeah. very managerial and very, like, structured. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, there's no way that Osamu doesn't become a captain because that's the, like, that's probably the only thing he can really be That's actually like, interesting. The, the concept that he might not even be a captain. 
I hope he's on the team with Nina Mia and he can learn some stuff from, from the people he's with. That would be interesting if, like, he's not the captain on it. I feel like that's what's going to happen is he's going to have to be an agent on a ca- on a, for a separate captain, which I think Osama will be able to do. He's never been this guy who needs to be in charge. He wanted Yuma to be in charge at first, so. Yeah, mm-hmm. of course. Like, and Yuma was like, yeah, I don't know, man. I just kind of want to go and do my thing. Yeah, I'm just a GG <laughs> machine over here. I'm not the strategy. Yeah, like he's smart, but not in that, you know, he's not really super good at minding everybody else's, you know, stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's off, you know, more off the fly. Yeah, I agree. I'm uh, interested to see how this goes, but I'm pretty sure, like, one of those, I'm pretty sure it's going to be based off the captain. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, based off of captain's, the captain's choices on their, on their, well, I don't like, know. I yeah, I mean, sense. I feel like they are going to shake it up and some captains are not because you'd have to like test other people's ability to be captains, too. I think it's too general of a test to really be like, yeah, I don't think they're just going to reroute all the captains. I think that, yes, this is going to be some of them that remain and some of them that aren't. I think that's honestly more interesting. Osama being one of them, that's probably not going to be. I also think that's just like a more interesting prospect than just the captains just get new squads. It's just everybody gets shuffled to a point where captains are agents and agents are captains yeah uh place in different roles and such for sure um but i i'm interested i'm interested to see a oh, great chapter of world trigger i'm so sad it's only one chapter a month mm. <laughs> only one come on man you can't leave us like that but are uh, you guys ready to move on you're it's time to randomize oh, yeah. X-Men. All right, we have two X-Men books this week. We are starting off with X-Men number 14. This is Ten of Swords, part 12 of 22. Um, last we left off, the agent, the uh, the champions of Krakoa have descended upon uh, the Starlight Citadel. And uh, Apocalypse has just realized that his wife has been Annihilation this whole time. Uh, so, you mm-hmm. know. <laughs> now he's just moping outside. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and his uh, his <laughs> he's not really even looking at anything. He's just literally walked outside so he could stare at the grass. Breathe, taking some fresh air. Ah, <laughs> like, man, I need a breather. Damn, I haven't seen her in years, and now she's my sworn enemy. And now this. Oh. Ugh. <laughs> that's when uh, Genesis Sheesh. appears again, and Genesis is like, "Are you hiding?" Bitch! <laughs> Did you come here to take refuse? refuse? <laughs> she does not let him. Yo, she doesn't. Um, she's mean. She is mean. She's mean. You know, maybe sometimes I can be a little sensitive. Like, all right, earlier this morning, I was making some bacon, and my girlfriend was like, "You're gonna burn the bacon," and I caught such an attitude. <laughs> I was like, you couldn't have said it nicer. Sometimes that happens. Sensitive, right? It happens. You know, and I, I was feeling vulnerable. You <laughs> I mean, know that what I mean? Because then it just gets, you know, it just gets more so, like, you don't believe in me. Look, <laughs> look, I, I, look I, admit, I was being sensitive, but 
this bitch, yo, Genesis, she is mean. Yeah, no, yo, she... Apocalypse did nothing wrong, yo. Apocalypse, <laughs> so Apocalypse has literally like been a good boy this whole time, just like yeah, mm. he's like I, I had multiple events in Marvel. I never I remarried. Mad rap there. I lost a lot of times, but so did you, bitch. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> Quite the contrary. Apparently, like Genesis has just been kicking ass, and yeah. it's just come to rub it in. Essentially, <laughs> yeah, it's actually pretty. Like she shows up, and they're basically talking. You know, uh, they. You, she's like, "Why you have so you have the Twilight Sword now? You just you just have it now. The end of the the worst sword in the world. You just have it. You yeah. You, have you forgotten? You know the thing that split our island in two, and the caused you to go to hell." bitch and uh genesis is like yeah i got it but you know it's not as dangerous as i am i'm pretty cool it, it was actually pretty easy work to get it uh so yeah basically they go off and they have a conversation and basically we get the same wait 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 wait, 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 wait. before we even get into that so there's a real oh, here's a real petty moment right so she says all right apocalypse gets really upset you know because he's talking to her about the fucking sword and all of that and she goes on to say, uh, do you know what happened to us such and such? You know, we don't have to fight or whatever. We're just going to talk. And she, yo, like, it's like everything she says is taking a little stab at <laughs> Cuts like And she's saying, yeah, yeah. She's like, because, uh, like, Apocalypse is physically upset. She's like, oh, don't worry about it, man. I just, don't you want to hear about what, what, what really happened? Stop overthinking on, like, why it. Don't we, why don't we go over here? Because I know you'd much rather uh, talk yeah. than do other things. Yeah. Y'all, I was, oh, you're right. I was mad for him. but And then she called him M. Nabasur. She didn't even say about it. <laughs> and so, yeah. yeah, he used, she used his government. I don't know this clown-ass alias that you're going with. Now. You know that's not my name. You know my name is Apocalypse now. Or or better yet, call me. You don't see this A on my belt? The fuck? Bitches, you blind? Does it say E? You blind too? It doesn't say E for Ensabanur. It's nah. She was she was just really rude. She was really rude to him. (laughs) Apocalypse has the patience of a saint too. He's just like, all right, let's talk. They all walk together, bro. That's his wife. Not even his ex. That is still his wife. Yeah, that is still his wife. They're holding hands. It's kind of sweet. His big ass doofy hands as they walk down, and she goes to tell him tales of hell. Uh, Tales of hell, yeah, literal <laughs> hell. Um, so yeah, we get again the mutants' history of Araka and Araco, plus the fallen world of Amenth, and you know these little things on the side of the uh, the pages sometimes of these informational things where it says like the one land, ex Okara, ex Araco. I read them sometimes. Yeah. The one at the very bottom says Summoner lies, and I think, mm. which is what basically what she said. <laughs> to him earlier she's like yeah and do you want to hear what happened to me because the summer has been lying to you and telling us what's really been happening with you but lying to you about us and that is, which is another insult that apocalypse has to burden he's like had his grandson basically lie to his face about his wife yeah. um, but anyway you know the story we've gone over it a little bit things do change we do get a little bit more perspective but you know the story first starts on, on uh, Oraka uh, fucking the Twilight Sword breaks through and the Emmons demons also pull up uh, in order to save the planet 
uh, Genesis and the Four Horsemen uh, enter Arako, the other half of Krakoa, and as it descends into hell, which is basically uh, Ameth, to uh, in order to keep the Ameth from coming out and um, and fucking shit up on Earth. When they first got there, they find a bunch of dead Ameth demons because the White Sword has just been killing all of them all the time. Uh, and that has given them... The they sent them in earlier, like way earlier before like they closed the uh, gap. Right. Uh, so that bought them enough time to kind of set up their facilities. They created 10 towers, and from those towers, they fucked shit up on the daily. Um, but they were pretty much imprisoned in those towers. Uh, she references that moment where she basically tells this guy he's uh, he's a coward and he's threatened to like she threatened to cut his head off because he told them that they would lose against the uh, and demons so she's like you know what I'll show you this and then you know she fucks off with an army of uh, of Arako uh, mutants as they go through and start killing demons and eventually they find the white sword uh, he's an external he's a healer uh, and he is the baddest man on <laughs> on Arako. Um, but he went crazy because he's been for thousands and thousands of years. He's just been fighting demons with his 100 champions. They all die every day and every morning he resurrects them. Uh, yeah, he's an, he's an Okara mutant. Mm-hmm. Wow, that is crazy. He's actually an external. Yeah, the Okara mutants are apparently like just OP. Like, I don't know how the Krakoan mutants are going to do anything against them because... They seem to be absolute monsters. Um, For sure, this guy. <laughs> there's this moment where, like, she explains what happened between them in a little bit. Is that, you know, he went crazy, and when the uh, Arakan demons, uh, Arakan um, mutant shows up, he just starts killing them, too, because he's just lost his mind. All he knows is war. So, you know. And uh, she mentions that it wasn't that he just killed us. It's that the first time we lost since we got here. It's because one of our own went wild and killed us. So she fucked off and tried to go back home because fuck this noise. And where she finds Iska the Unbeaten. And uh, she at first is like, yo, my sister's back. Yay. You came back from Emmett? Yeah, you came back to join hey. us in Morocco. Hey. And she's like, no, I know you guys are losing. So, you know, I'm here on behalf of Annihilation. Uh, Annihilation would like to parlay. So. You know, Genesis ain't scared. She's like, you know what? All right, I'll go see what this bitch wants. And uh, literally, not for <laughs> any reason, but just you know, I ain't no bitch. I just took an L, but I'm about to bounce back and smoke this <laughs> shit. I'm about to bounce back. Let's see what he has to say. Yeah, she goes over, and she actually discovers. I don't know if this was like revealed before, but no. Uh, yeah, apparently, um, the Ameth demons have just been snatching mutants from uh, Arako. And the actual them. mutants that scrambled at first, when they first got there, remember oh, they yeah, said yeah, like yeah. Uh, like a tenth of them yeah. bounced? You're yeah, right. the, the Ameth demons captured them and had been breeding with them to yeah. make so, this army of, nas- of, of demon, nasty, but, you know, demon mutant demon mutants. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what the uh, Ameth army has, and that's why they're such a big deal. Like, if they were the demons on their own, probably wouldn't be so bad but now they're also have like x-men powers uh oh yeah <laughs> not great like, i mean genesis kind of spoke about it from the from the aspect of oh like i was mad because that was our family she yeah. was, i don't think she was 
Well, I'm. I, that's the threat yeah. that I'm perceiving. But also, yeah, you're right. Genesis does say like. You know what? No, that's the point. I didn't realize that they had X Men powers, and that's. That's <laughs> no point. That's gonna play a. Yeah, that, that matters later. That matters later. Yeah, but what? Yeah, Josh yeah. is right though. He, uh, she was more like, yo, they basically just bred our people forcibly, and like. Yeah, she was like, sorry, we can't just kill all of them. Damn. Uh, but she was still mad. She yeah, was so she, like, as soon as uh, Annihilation showed showed his masked face, yeah, she was like, she "Square was up!" And then they fought. And this is where the new information comes in: is that um, Summoner told Apocalypse when he first got, uh, when he was explaining this history, is that uh, Genesis died here, but actually Genesis kicked Annihilation's ass and took the crown from them. Um, yeah, and then came back home. Didn't want to put it on, send him out. Yep, because if you put it on, you're pretty much dead, I guess. Uh, and you don't really want to be ruler of this place because whoever wears this thing has to be queen of it or king of it. Um, but because she didn't, she hesitated wearing it so long, the Emmeth demons just go fucking berserk and uh, because there's no one to keep them in check anymore. So they don't care. They'll just like storm you until you can't handle it anymore. And it's not even that they were just storming it. It wasn't the normal hordes that they were mm-hmm. used to. These were X-Men-powered hordes as well. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't just... So they destroyed them fucking... Ta- one of them towers, and that was it, man. They, they lost. They yeah, lost. even so, even like as she watched a bunch of mutants just die, and they destroyed the towers and all that stuff, she still refused to put it on. But she heard of, you know, the mut- like the alchemist mutants that helped build them. They just got impatient. Because she was there thinking, like, yo, we got to wait it out. Apocalypse is going to come back with this army of Krakoan demons, Krakoan mutants, and we'll be good. But uh, all these mutant alchemists are like, fuck that shit. And um, they got impatient. They sent the summoner through. And, uh, yeah, that's basically where, you know, we pick up what we know. Um, The rest is history. Summoner shows up on Krakoa. All this shit gets set into motion. Yeah. and she's like, and yeah, that's how. Uh, oh, yeah. While, sorry, I forgot this little tidbit. While the summoner was gone, Genesis finally decided to put on the helmet of Annihilation. And she basically, I think she just became possessed by it. Yeah. Uh, which, but she's not, so she's not weak, so she didn't die immediately. And she still has her own personality, kind of. Mm-hmm. But her will has been taken over by Annihilation and everything it wants to do, she wants to do not to. Right. It's one of those, like, you know, I'm still your wife, but not really. <laughs> no. I it was interesting. It, it was, at first, I didn't really care for the for the, for the issue because uh, I just felt like, oh, we've heard all of this already and it's just, it's too similar, you know? Yeah. Hickman does this a lot and usually it's really entertaining, but they kind of did it too much. Um, yeah, uh, I actually this have a note about that. Story. <laughs> but, after again, after going through this again, I think it was really important because through the story now we understand exactly what happened, and it's not simply a matter of oh his wife got taken over. She made a conscious decision. She knew what was gonna happen, and she was like, you know what, it's time because shit. Oh, it's already you know we already said that we you know the whole point of sealing us off was to keep these demons away and these portals out. And mm-hmm. once the people started fleeing, that was it. She was like, man, fuck this shit. Yeah. Um, I'm going to get my mutant army and we out. We're going to take over the world. Yeah. And, you know, we cut back to the present. Apocalypse is like, you can still fight Annihilation. She's like, nah, she's too strong. I can't do anything. We're (laughs) fucked here. And um, Apocalypse is like, look, man, I I built something here for all mutants, including you. 
if you fight this, we can still like kind of figure this out and you guys can live on Krakoa with us. And she's like, yeah, I'm not going to live on your soft little baby boy island with your soft little baby boys. I'm going to I'm going to kill you guys and, you know, take over Krakoa. And that's that. And that's where the issue kind of ends. It's like, I'll see what you got, but I ain't losing. Um, yeah, this is a I really enjoyed this issue. Josh, what you felt about like the story happening again. I felt about the last time that did this because my note about it is that this is the third time they've told this story. Yeah. Uh, and pretty much three times in a row because the X-Men books in particular were the telling of these stories. We had the first one with the summoner. We had Apocalypse mm-hmm. tell his version, and now we have Genesis tell hers. So I think what Hickman was trying to do here, because this is what he does, like Hickman lives in the stories that he doesn't tell. Like he's kind of like a like a master, <laughs> a master of withholding information from people. Uh, he basically did this Rashomon to kind of story where it's the same story from three different points of view. And this is, I like, hopefully the final part of it. Because if the next X-Men issue is just the story yeah. from like war's point of view i'm gonna be like all right <laughs> all right yeah I, i'm not mad i'm not dissatisfied mm-hmm. i was just kind of like as i got through it i understood that nothing was going to be magnified that much it's just kind of you know the little bit of information yeah what else uh i like this it was cool uh, it helped that there was another issue up next yeah in my, in my mind as i read it when I, I got to the end and i was like ah oh, that's it. <laughs> yeah, as much as but... I, I did enjoy this X-Men issue, um, we have to move on to our next one. Uh, Marauders number 14, X of so- 10 of Swords, part 13 out of 22. Uh, I liked X-Men a lot. This was my VGI. Certified VGI. VGI. <laughs> Certified very good issue. Yeah, mine too. Yeah. I'll say that. Oh, boy. Okay, so as we found out last week, uh, the the champions of Krakoa and Arako are not going to just start fighting immediately. They're going to have uh, a dinner together, and then they're going to fight the next day, I guess. Parley. Parley. And um, this issue is pretty much that dinner. Um, we open up in like kind of like the afternoon, the evening. You know, the sun's going down, whatever. Everybody's just chilling. Champions of both Arako and Krakoa are kind of mingling. Mm-hmm. They're just chilling at this dinner party. Pogger Pog is like throat. Pogger Pog's throat is is quenched. Bring forth librations so it couldn't be drenched. And I'm like, God damn it, Pogger Pog. Um, Cipher is just chilling in the corner, just terrified for his life. <laughs> I think he's trying to talk to yeah. somebody. He just goes, Hey, I don't know who he's talking to. He says, Hey to Iska. Oh no, no, and no. She's like, <laughs> Was it Iska? I thought he was saying, Hey to um, not Iska. Um, to, to, to Bay, Bay, Bay the Blood Moon. Or something. Blood Moon. Yeah, he goes, hey, to Blood Moon. And then Blood Moon's just like, avert thy eyes, soft boy. Yeah, she violated. Yeah, it's not fun. Um, I love Bay, the Blood Moon. Soft boy. Soft boy. That's exactly what you called him. Uh, Yeah. Storm walks up to Logan and is like, I know what you're thinking. And Wolverine's like, I know. You're going to try to talk me out of it. And Storm's like, nope, just don't miss. And, uh, you know, the dinner starts to commence. Um, Magic and Pogger Pog have a funny moment. And then they enter the, the dining room. Big two-page spread. Big dramatic goblet table. All right, Saturnine. Yeah, right, Saturnine. <laughs> she is one 
one one interesting character. Yeah, yeah, she is just like if extra... I don't know what is good with this with Hickman in this character, man. <laughs> extra was a person. Yeah, this this table kind of sucks. I wouldn't buy this shit. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't have it in your dining banquet hall. Yeah, no, Tbh, not good. And what's with the cloth? Kind of stupid. It's the cloth that really fucks it up because the tablecloth is dumb. <laughs> There's a bunch. Yeah, of but the shape. Why is it the shape of a of a? Just get a regular ass table from IKEA and call it a day, dude. There's like, no IKEA in Otherworld. Leave. Yo, are you kidding me? Of course, there's an IKEA in Otherworld. Yo, yo, check it out. Poggy Pogs like uh, he says. Poggy Pogs way is black. Make your way, lest he be not. <laughs> bars. Yo, this thing is like a rhyming guy. He's spitting bars. Like, He's a rhyming right? guy? <laughs> so, Matt, yeah, a rhyming guy. You know, like Solomon Grundy or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These rhyming so, guys. He's a rhyming guy. Yeah, so uh, Magic is, she's so, I guess she's talking to Magic, and she's like, well, Magic uh, Magic couldn't give a damn. <laughs> magic. I was like, oh, man. Oh, Magic. She's spicy as hell best um yeah so basically they all gather in this dining hall um this lady uh saturnine she introduces all the other lords of other world that are there pestilence is there and she's like pestilence from the dryador kingdom he's like i told you this oh, is not the he's dryador. not fighting he's Yo, not pestilence and right. um and wow. uh and uh the disease person is not fighting oh wow i didn't even notice i thought they were all fighting I think he's famine. Wait, he is famine. Pestilence? No, no he's pe- famine. And yeah, pestilence is not fighting either. Hmm. I didn't. I didn't peep that. Wow. I guess. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> all right. So, famine's like it's not fucking Dryador. It's a Rocco now. God damn it! Didn't we already explain to you? Didn't I show you that fancy hologram? Saturn, I don't want to be poisoning their seas and. Destroying all the architecture. Listen, man, I don't want to be a stickler here, but we already had a conversation about this. It's fucking Araco <laughs> <Right>. now. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, You're Wolverine. Right. Wolverine is. She's like anyway. So yeah, they run the regions of Dryador. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. If Wolverine is just sauced because he's just like starting shit left and right. Uh, yeah. Right. Braddock, why didn't you cheat on your wife? Dude, you made it's this whole so funny. Thing not happen. Dude, it is a really funny exchange where Wolverine's like, this could all be over if you just fuck Saturnine. And, Bri- and Brian Braddock is like, I'm married. And he's like, cheat on her. Cheat on her. Dude, who cares? I I, I do it to protect everybody. You should too. Damn. And, and I'm just like, bro, you're wild, son. There's no way she would have just dropped all of this after getting some, you know what I mean? Come on. Yeah. This, that was not going to be the case. You know? <laughs> nice try, Wolverine. He's just yeah, he just, I, I don't know if he's like, because he, he's been drinking all day. So I'm like, he's just probably sauced and feeling some type of way. But, yeah, uh, Betsy says, back the fuck up, bro. Yeah, dude, what Before the fuck? I the mind, I blow up your brain and take your spot. Yeah, she's basically, she basically tells him to fuck off. <laughs> she's like, yeah, all right, you're getting on my nerves here. Um, there's this cool moment, like, Gorgon and Magic are chilling, just trying to, like, size everyone up. You know, they're trying to find the... They're like guessing who's bet like who which dominant hand for each warrior of Araka. He's like War's right hand. Yo, they are on it. Magic has not stopped. Gorgon's too. He's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, the language of spice is in full effect here, as they're just like, yeah, War's right handed. I think we could take him on. Chunky dinosaur seems to be a bit of a problem, but you know, it's going to be a problem. <laughs> I like how she admits it. Yeah. 
So, you know, what do you think uh what do you think Iska's deal is? And, you know, they tried to like they tried to like try to figure out all stealth. You know, they drop their glasses and then Iska catches both of them with both her hands cuz she cannot be beaten. Yeah, right. She is ambidextrous. She can't be beaten. <laughs> <laughs> she she may not even be ambidextrous, but she needed to be in that moment to win that little petty exchange. So for that moment, she was ambidextrous. God, imagine mm-hmm. imagine the power to be so like just be so undefeatable that you even win in every petty exchange. Every petty exchange. If you you had the last word in every argument. <laughs> Talking um, mad shit in Fortnite. Right. <laughs> because the complaints. <laughs> Being oh, constantly man. correct in Overwatch. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, so, yeah, she's ambidextrous. Gorgon's like, mm, ambidextrous. And uh, then she tries it on them. She's like, how about you guys? She drops the glasses that she just caught. And Magic uses her limbo powers to uh, just teleport the ship, like open a gate, like portal, like the video game portal. She does it on the floor, yeah. lands from the ceiling, and they catch it. Not a drop spilled. And Iska's like, "This is so extra." I'm, <laughs> I'm living for it. <laughs> the funny thing is, they they're trying to find out. Oh, what hand? What hand are you? She just made this chick reveal one of her abilities, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh, and they don't even think about that. That's what's funny. Yeah. Yeah, they really. She says a line about, "Oh, I didn't even drop a spill. Like, you don't, you can't go low on me because I'm, I know about that limbo shit." And <laughs> I'm like, "Wow, good job, Magic. She probably didn't even know what the fuck that was about. Maybe yeah. she thought, oh, that's your only power.' Yeah, portals, huh? Easy. And she feel limbo. She's like, oh, I know about that.' <laughs> My yeah. favorite thing is at the end, Gorgon is like, "Yeah, she may be the real deal. Kill as many as you can, and uh, because she's going to be a problem." Um. It's really funny. Kill as many as you can, as fast as you can. I feel that. Yeah. Yeah. She's. Yeah, she's the real deal here. <laughs> we can't fuck around with her. Um, Assisted with my badass. Yeah, with my badass powers. Badass powers. <laughs> my badass sensei powers. Storm has badass this moment. Badass recognized badass. Storm has yeah. this moment where. This is going to be serious. This is serious. <laughs> I'm going to take this one. Oh my I God. Might. I might have to use 25% of my power. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, it's like, mm, she's going to have to make me use exactly 73.3% of my power. Yeah. <laughs> when they're fighting, he's like, huh. this should be interesting. He takes off. Looks like that. Looks like looks I have like to go that. all out. Takes off yeah. his leg weights. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, he takes off his gloves and they're like 20,000 tons. <laughs> uh, St- Storm has this moment with death where they, you know, she just like guess the, I guess they just explain, exchange spicy moment too, where they both have it. She literally has a dance with death, and it's just like, yeah, I've been I've been courting death all my life. I've been I'm a kid see. from the streets. Oh. Yeah, I don't know all the all, I don't know the whole story behind Storm. Obviously, I've said many times I do not know the very expansive history of X Men, but there has been a lot of points made about Storm quote-unquote flirting with death and almost dying and her just kind of going hard to not die. Apparently, she has died in a couple of events. Sure. I think in, uh, 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 what's one of the events? Um, Age of, no. Age of uh, Apocalypse? No. Onslaught? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry. Um, She died at some point, though. It looks like death has been... Looks like Death has been watching a lot of Little Mermaid. Yeah, I mean, I guess 
This is Saturnized Lair. I don't know what's going on here with the art and all of that, but I guess I'm for it. I don't mind the octopus. I feel like this Pretty is cool. just like a cool little moment where Storm gets to be like, I'm not afraid of death, bitch. I'm coming Yeah, she you. stood up to him, man. She she was a no punk. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. They all finally sit down for dinner. Uh Wolverine sits right next to Saturnine. Uh War just pull like just po- tries to poison Wolverine right off the bat. <laughs> you think that's poison? Yeah, that's poison. Yeah, what else would it be? You think she's just salting it? I don't know. I thought she was being petty and was like putting mad salt on his food or something. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> like to be a jerk. Because, like I don't know why they you think they're scared? It feels weird. Right. Wolverine. Oh, I thought that He's like putting, it had to be poison. Yeah, He's putting the ricin from from Breaking Bad in there. Yeah, ricin. <laughs> That's really the ricin. <laughs> I mean, I guess she could be just being being nice and be like, "Ugh, this is not seasoned. He is not gonna like this." Salt, salt. salt no, salt. like <laughs> like putting it on there, like salt, yeah, salt, salt. bitch. Because she's war. You know what I mean? Like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, what we all know that? that. We all know in war, you salt your you oversalt your opponent's meats. That's the yeah, that's so a common dehydrated tactic tomorrow. I believe General Patton did that. <laughs> uh, Funny thing is, he doesn't even take a bite of his sandwich before Logan gets up and starts screaming on Saturday Yeah, like, God damn it. <laughs> He's like, you, you blonde bimbo. It's so funny. Like, War's probably pissed off. He's like, oh, I was going to get him so good. <laughs> <laughs> and the Wolverine just immediately, no, like, almost no fucking trigger for this. He just immediately just gets up and starts shit with Saturday. He's like, you could just stop this. Why are you doing this? Why are you making us die for this? We, If you wanted to, you could send these fuckers packing. Why are you doing this? And then she's like, because I'm extra. <laughs> Basically. She just starts insulting him, calling him like, I know that you're, uh, she's like, I know you have a very singular world of you, you know? And uh, Wolverine just gets tight. He uh, he brings out his claws, and the chapter ends with uh, him stabbing Saturnine. Oh no, she's dead. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. We'll see. She's no, dead. come on, man. No. I mean, the odds of her keeping who actually dies on the last page of a freaking. It's true. It she's gonna right. be like, and she's gonna come out from the bottom of the fucking. <laughs> fucking goblet table and yeah, beer. you know who that was? Oh. That was your best friend that you just stabbed. <laughs> you, know, like, oh. you sat. I brought Dakin over here. You just stabbed your son. Like, oh, <laughs> d- son. Ah, my God boy. Damn it. God I'm damn it, Dad, this is gonna hurt a lot. <laughs> um. Wow. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. Maybe this is just what the catalyst is. They just start fighting right here, right now. <laughs> they, but um. That'd be hilarious. I'm sure probably that's not what's going to happen. Saturday is more than likely going to survive this, and it'll be fine. Um, but that was Marauders. I really enjoyed this issue. Um, just great, great dialogue all around. It was good to see the – my favorite scene was, like, the Gorgon and Niska thing. That was pretty fun. Yeah. Um, I had a good time with that. Uh, any closing statements? Because they're about business, man. Some of them have to be because these guys are really strong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's all I got to say. You guys want to move on? Yeah. All right. Pick up Ten of Swords. Very good. Uh, it is time to randomize. I hope he turns his sword into some g-g-g-g-guns. Dr. Stone. Uh, this is Dr. Stone, chapter 172. Um, last we left off, 
the science team has decided to head over to South America. They've found out the exact coordinates, longi- longitude, latitude, as to um, where the, where the source of all this bullshit is. So they're heading towards it. Um, and as they're like chopping wood, they they make landfall. And they're chopping wood and stuff. Um, when they when Taiju looks up into the night sky to see uh, hell just floating above him, like the word hell, <laughs> just floating above him. He's like, what the fuck? And um, they go on to check it out, and they realize that uh, it's it's a phosphorescent paint on a canvas that's being uh, held up by some kites. So, you know, someone has been <laughs> – like, someone made this. It isn't just, like, a weird aurora in the air or in the air. Uh, and the culprit behind it just descends from the trees – and it's this girl who's in some kind of a melon or pumpkin, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and she's blind, so she couldn't really see, but she does know that there are people here. And, uh, you know, they fix her up. They give her clothes, and uh, her name is Dr. Chelsea. She's a geologist, I think it is. Or let me see. Dr. Chelsea. Oh, geographer. So, yeah. you know, she's been there the entire time. She's been blind and that's why she said hell instead of help she was calling for help but she can't see so she wrote hell instead um with the phosphorus thing and coincidentally when she awakened uh xeno left a sign for her to follow so she can meet up with them but because she is blind and couldn't read the sign on a 50 50 chance she just went the other direction and got completely lost from them so that's a little funny um but, yeah, she's basically ex- – uh, this guy, uh, Senku, basically asks, like, hey, we need some help. Uh, we need to find a way to get to these exact coordinates. Do you know how uh, how to get there? And then she has her own cool little science pose. She does her thing. Yeah. And uh, she says, there's one spot that lets you cut across South America. Uh, you have to make land for it in northern Ecuador and do some mountain climbing and then ride the Amazon w- River. And um, once you hit what, what get on the Amazon? Well, you gotta slide. You gotta slide down. Are they crazy? They gotta slide down the Amazon River like a water slide, and then once they hit land, they I guess they gotta walk (laughs) the rest of the way. (laughs) Yeah, this is the. I don't know about that, man. I mean, what other? You know, they got pythons, anacondas. Bro, you never seen the movie Anaconda? No, I've never seen Anaconda. My Anaconda oh my don't. god! My Anaconda, bro, don't. the fucking huge snakes. They'll be fine. That'll gobble you up. Nah, man, <laughs> they got mosquitoes that'll tear through your. Yeah, but they have Sukasa, who's, who's got that? this big Final Fantasy's two-edged thing. The Warriors. They have most She's of not, the Warriors. They're not there. Yeah, they are. They have oh, you're right. and, uh... The Spearman is there. Yeah, they're fine. All right. All right. Piran is out there, too. Mm, that might kill them. <laughs> that might end them. But, um, yeah, basically, what are we going to do when we hit land? Because they don't care about the piranhas, Josh. They know that they're going to make it past the river. So, you know, they're not even worried. They're just worried how long they'd have to walk once they hit land. And um, she's like, a motorcycle will get you faster. Do you have any one of those? And then Senku's like... No, but you know what time it is. <laughs> and essentially, they're going to create a motorcycle now. 
Um, pretty cool. Interesting. Uh, fun little chapter. New character. I had a good time reading it. I, I, I had a better time reading it the second time over than the first time for some reason, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> Seeing how I guess they're going to cool. have a pearliest mission because these teenagers that fought through it, like that have super strength and hyper intelligence, I guess the only thing that'll take them down is a piranha. Bro, like the Amazon is not a joke. <laughs> it's nothing to <laughs> fuck it's one of the dead, most deadly places on a planet for for uh, man. They'll be fine. <laughs> they'll be okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's all I got to say about it. You guys want to move on? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. It's time to randomize. Jujutsu Kaisen. Yeah, this is Jujutsu Kaisen Chapter 128, The Shibuya Incident, Part 45. Damn. <laughs> yeah, that is a long arc, man. Um, okay, so we had this little bit of an interlude here with the kids from the uh, from the Kyoto school, I think this is. I, I get it yeah. mixed up, but I think these are the Kyoto school kids. Um, I remember this guy, uh, Mekamaru, he died. Uh, he's talking to Miwa. And um, I know that since he died, he still had, like, some of his cursed energy in this little button-sized version of him that had kind of a ticking clock to it where eventually he'll die for real. Um, and basically, that's what happens. Uh, he's talking to this girl, Miwa, and he's telling her, yeah, yo, my time's up. Uh, you guys should actually turn back because Toto, it's all going to be resolved soon anyway. Toto's pretty much got a handle from here, and you know you guys are risking a lot by being there when it's gonna be over soon. So you know, just go back, be safe, and uh, you know he says his final goodbyes to Miwa because they had like kind of relationship, and he says just be happy. Uh, no matter how you do it, if you're happy, my wish will have come true, and that's when I guess Mekmaru finally dies. Um, the rest of the Kyoto kids are around and. You know, they're basically, they overheard what he said, and they're talking about how, like, man, he really just said we ain't shit just now. <laughs> he said we should turn back because they pretty much resolved everything without us. Mm. But, you know, they're half mourning it. They're just like, ah, uh, that's whatever. <laughs> we'll just have to go over there and figure it out for ourselves. Um, we cut back to the fucking battle at hand, <laughs> and man, everyone is putting yeah. in work. Uh, every they are scrapping, dude. It's wild. Um, it's kind of evenly matched. Like it's not like one sided. Uh, Mahito is actually putting up a pretty solid fight against both of them. Um, yeah, he is, man. This guy is a beast. Yeah, he's not a slouch. He's he's supposed to. He's kind of OP, you know. So they're doing the best they can. Yeah, he's starting to take like into that. he's starting to take into account that like yo Toto's power is, he's at max power right now. It's gonna be a while for him. Uh, Itadori is at ten percent left. Uh, I'm at forty because all of the shit I've been through, being crushed by the rush of attack. I love it, yo. I, it's double. literally like a fucking game, man. He said the double's gone, like making the double having it be destroyed. The fucking rush of attacks from Itadori, the black flash attack, and all because of that stupid girl. Despite being a nobody, she really left her mark. Respect. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, he, because because Itadori wasn't really getting his hands on him. Otherwise, like mm -hmm. prior to that, he was struggling. Yeah. 
I mean, well, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, he was struggling. I just, re- I, I really flash back to the part where Itadori was hammering his face into the ground. Uh, but yeah, that was after uh, Nobara interfered. Uh, he tries to pull some sneaky shit with his like dead body uh, bombs, and uh, but Toto already sees it. He switches places, and Mahito did not anticipate that. He's like, "Shit, he can even do this with non-living targets." Fuck. Uh, and uh, we get this little like couple panels where um, I don't know if who's talking to Toto at this point. Maybe Toto's like psyching himself up when he realize. I guess like it's a little bit of a flashback to his mental state when he found out that. Um, yeah, the the last one. Mm-hmm. I think he was saying. Uh, yeah, I think he was talking to this. Yeah, when... even this cursed spirit uses Black Flash. Mm-hmm. What cursed spirit? Mahito can use Black Flash. Really. Yeah, he just used it last chap- uh, a couple chapters ago when, uh, remember when uh, Itadori was like getting his ass beat? He used the black yeah. flash on him. Wow. Damn. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I guess this is actually Toto now just thinking like, yo, I'm falling behind. Um, he's... Can he used the black flash himself? Yeah, the fucking Mojito can use Black Flash now. I'm really falling behind. And then, what is that again? That's the one that when it hits, it hits again, right? It's like a double. I think so. I think so. Something like that. Whatever. It's just a really strong hit. Yeah, we'll I have that. to remind myself. Um, uh, unless, Brian, you want to uh, check it out and see what the black, like, what the technique is. But yeah, uh, Toto can just do the Black Flash now. I don't know if he just literally pulled it out of his ass or he just, like, trained himself a little bit before he got here. But he uses a Black Flash kick. Very cool. Like a big karate kick, like oh yeah, so fucking rad, dude. <laughs> and yeah, it is pretty cool. Mahito's like, wow, man. No matter how strong Black Flash is, it has no effect uh, if you can't hit my soul. Mm. And now all three of them have brought out one hundred and twenty percent of their potential. And I'm like, Jesus, big two page spread with all of them just looking cool as fuck. Total's like blowing a kiss to him, like, yep. He's like, yeah, I know you like that kick. You can say whatever the fuck you want about it having no effect, but you were scared. Yeah. I know you like that. <laughs> yeah. Brian, did you find out? Or Yeah. Uh, it is the one where it's like the strike is, uh, it's increased to, to the power of two and a half strikes, essentially. <laughs> like it's, it's a lot stronger. <laughs> That's so yeah. Jujutsu Kaisen. Can't be a whole number. It's going to be like. Increases your power by you know why because he he was already able to do the double hit that was already part of like the, mm-hmm. the type of style where that that Itadori fought using right mm-hmm. remember like that was kind of like the way his soul shit worked yeah so I think the black flash just kind of increases the power of it so instead of it being double it's just that little half mm-hmm. half extra which I think it helps no it's funny I I don't I, know I think I just it does think a little it's... bit more too I think it's like a, a, it helps for hitting the soul. No, yeah, I'm, 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 not, I'm not mad at it at all. I just think it's funny that it's very Jujutsu Kaisen to be like two and a half, to be yeah, that specific. Yeah, it's really funny. But um, yeah, Mahito just like uses oh. m- like a multi blast dead ber- dead person beam, just uh, unleashes a big ass body repel at them. So much so that it like blasts them above ground. Um, but they don't take any damage from it. They just kind of like shield themselves somehow, and. Uh, the fucking the fight's been taken to the streets, boys. Um, yeah. And um, yeah, the l- chapter ends with both of them just like on the streets, about to you know, fi- I guess go into their final battle. Um, 
very cool. Uh, I don't know, man. This was uh, I had a great time reading this Jujutsu Kaisen's action scenes. Are yeah, this is a really else. fun uh, um, um, chapter, man. Speci- specifically with uh, Itadori and Toto, like they get it in. Like Itadori, no matter what, is one of those characters that no matter what the situation, he is down and dirty. He gets in with his fucking fists. It's so interesting and fun to watch. Uh, and also, yeah, it, it was my OGC right away. Oh yeah, the, let me. Uh, this is Josh. Uh, Josh's really good chapter of the week. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Yeah. Um. Honestly, you know what? It's mine too. Why not? Certified <laughs> RGC. Yeah, this was the one. I think it's just like it edged it out. We have so many contenders this week. I think like I don't think there's a chapter that came out that I didn't like, and uh, that wasn't. All of these were contender. good. This is yeah, a, it was a great. This week. is an all-star lineup right now. It was a great week uh, in general, but um, yeah, even Doctor Stone was pretty cool. Yeah, but... again, again, this chapter made me like, oh god. Anime? I can't wait yeah. until the anime gets to this part. I watched it's gonna the anime. Be fucking nuts. Yeah, the anime is fucking you amazing. Threw up the bodies, yo, just the way, yo, the way they make him out, you know, yo, he, yo, they are going all in with the, with the nastiness, man. They yeah. threw it up, and they had, and it was laughing like after, like that's cool. Yeah. That's, I, I like that, man. Yeah, they, they they stepping it up, man. Yeah, I am so glad that Jujutsu Kaisen finally has its anime, and it could come here. They can like dub it and it can find its audience on Toonami and it can finally get all the success it very much deserves. Oh, it deserves. Oh, and it yeah. looks great. Kaisen is going to be big. It like, looks great. This, this show is so good. The anime is only going to amplify it. Chainsaw Man is good too. No, yeah, I can't wait for Chainsaw Man to get its <laughs> anime. I agree. Uh, I can't wait for the same thing to happen to Chainsaw Man. I think they're probably just waiting till it ends because they might as well at this point. At least I hope that's what they're doing because Chainsaw Man deserves an anime too. But um, yeah, I'm glad for all of its success. Check out the anime; it is great. They did a great job. It is. Oh, are you guys ready to go? I'm sorry. And the opening slaps like I didn't see the hard opening. body. What but, do you mean? You didn't? How do you watch the anime? And you didn't? I watched you, clips see, of it. I watched like the fi- when um that first curse that Nobara and uh, Itadori fought. That was pretty cool. But uh, anyway, it's time to randomize. One Piece. Oh yeah, baby. One Piece chapter 994. My other name is Yamato. Uh oh, I thought you were gonna say something, Josh. Um Nope. Last we left off, Kaido just turned serious mode and cut off the arm of Kiku using his invisible breath blast uh, breath cuts. I don't know what he did. He just yelled and there were mad blade like invisible cuts in the air. Kiku's arm is off. And you know. No fucking hesitation. Uh, Keenan Mon uses his Foxfire technique to ignite his sword and cauterize Kiku's wound. And he's like, you good, Kiku? <laughs> you good, Kiku Nojo? And Kiku Nojo's like, of course. Yeah, I just lost my arm. I'm not no bitch bleach character. Loses his arm. He's like, yeah. ah! <laughs> Who's already dead. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And then oh, this two-page yeah. spread happens. Yo, Kaido looks down on that little scene and he's like, whoa, ro, 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 ro. Yes. <laughs> he says, <laughs> I got to read this whole thing because he was like, yes, that's it. That sense of determination. I love the way of the samurai. Now, Roger and Whitebeard, 
they did it right. It may not be the time, way of the times anymore, but death is what completes a person. Isn't that true? So let's end this now. Oh, man. I almost, yeah, oh my God. I almost gave this chapter RGC just based on this two-page spread oh, alone. Oh, my God. Um, I like how Kingdom Hearts responds. He's like, man, don't see... Like, up yours, nigga. I don't want to... <laughs> ain't, ain't nothing cool about dying to you. Fuck out of here. It's so cool, man. I mean, so, I was reading this, and I'm like, Kaido has, like... We know the least about Kaido out of all, I think, of all the uh, four warlords, or four, war, four emperors, or at emperors, least we've seen yeah. the least of him. You mean five emperors? Shut up, Brian. <laughs> They're four still. <laughs> He's not official yet. He hasn't beaten one of them. Uh, yeah. But basically, I, I do like that they are able to build like so much atmosphere just based on this guy that we don't know really much about. Um, and uh, I, you know what vibes I get when I read this? I'm like, yo, Kaido is like Thanos for the One Piece universe. Mm-hmm. He's this guy who like waxes poetic about death. He's constantly looking to die, but nobody can kill him. So he's like, all right, I guess I got to kill you then. Uh, it's Nicka. Oh, well. Yeah, so great. Um, I can't. I can't wait to see how this turns out. Uh, but anyway, we cut back to the first castle level. Luffy, Sanji, and Jinbei are uh, running through, beating up randos. Two guys named Hamlet and Fortrix show up. Uh, <laughs> one of them is a giraffe smile fruit user, but his back, like the giraffe, extends like it's a whole giraffe. The neck ends in the guy's body. It's no giraffe. Head, <laughs> just a man with two swords. Just like, yeah, yeah, I've come to fuck you He's up with, with my giraffe body and me on the head. His ears are fucking... His ears are giraffe. giraffe. Yeah, it's like yeah, his it's... entire body is the giraffe's face. And there's the there's Fortress, who's a chicken, but he grows out the ass of the chicken. <laughs> or is does the chicken grow out? Yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, it's like, a, it's like a which came first, the chicken or the egg? It's This one is like... What comes out? Him? But you could see does that, the chicken the, come out of his ass, or does he come out? No, of the he comes ass? out of the chicken. The chicken's legs ass. are pointed the other way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The actual chicken. Towards the, I think it's a rooster. To be fair, <laughs> the, Yo, no, it's a chicken smile nigga, fruit. Man. It's a chicken. All right, <laughs> I chickens don't have the thing on their head like that. But yeah, I mean that's basically what it is. He's coming. This guy, he doesn't sprout the chicken out of his ass. The, he, the chicken's the main guy in charge here. And he's sprouting he's out of the chicken's ass. <laughs> yes. Oda's crazy, dude. But his yeah. arms are coming out of his... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, this man. So and they're okay with it. If you look closely, you can see that the chicken says, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that. Uh, Sanji and Jinbei just dispatch with them easily. Uh, and the other cronies can't believe what just what they just saw that Fortrix and Hamlet died. <laughs> uh, and we cut back to the performance floor where I have to correct myself because I didn't peep this the first time. The ice oni, they the bullets that this guy uses that Queen uses, it doesn't just turn you into a statue of an oni demon. It makes you a fucking suicide devil that just kind of like you you just indiscriminately kill people before you inevitably die. So, Ice Oni. Ice Oni. Um, so, yeah. That's basically what happens. It, it attacks friends or foe. You lose complete control of your facilities. All you do is kill until you yourself 
succumb to the playgrounds. Um, one of Hyogoro's boys gets gets hit, and he's like, "Yo, I'm not gonna do this. I'm not gonna turn into an ice oni and start killing you guys. I'm gonna just, I'm, just kill me, please." Just, I don't. Well, he's got the knife pointed to himself. He's about to fucking do harakiri, and then Hyogoro's like, "No, dude, chill, <laughs> chill, dude. We'll figure it out. Don't kill yourself. You know, I if I'll cut you down myself and need be, but don't kill yourself, dude." Um, and uh, whenever whenever the word cure is mentioned, you know Chopper is going to show up. <laughs> Speaking of which. <laughs> like, like, I remember reading that. Yeah, I remember reading that. Like, oh, well, Chopper's next. Chopper's coming up next in this next page. I'm pretty sure. Exactly and what happens. lo and behold, he was. <laughs> yeah, Chopper's like, yo, I don't even know what's going on here. If I'm going to cure everybody, I need some kind of, like, a sample of what's going on here. Um, and Queen is just talking shit up top, but then he sees Apu, and he drops the only antidote down to Apu. And he's like, yo, keep this yeah, safe. So Run funny. around. All you had to do is survive for an hour. And everyone's after him. Samurais, animal pirates. Zoro. Zoro. Zoro's after him? Yeah, you see Zoro <laughs> gaining. <laughs> yeah, like this battle of Zoro chasing him in the background is just so fucking cool because Zoro yeah, nobody wants to fuck with Zoro. Not even Apu wants to fuck with Zoro, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Chopper. So everybody's after him. This this cow oh, guy back there. Yo, I love Zoro. I love Zoro because Zoro is like the most loyal person on the planet. First thing Chopper says is like, yo, get that from him. Zoro says, say no more. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> I will make it my life's mission. I will die getting this antidote for you, Chopper. <laughs> uh, oh, what a what a he's the man. Um, so we cut back to the uh, right brain tower. I didn't even know. I didn't notice that that's what it was called. Where um Yamato is with uh, Shinobu and Momonosuke, and uh, she's like, "I've come to save you guys." And Shinobu's like, "Save Lord Momonosuke," and she's like, "Nah, I'm coming for you too, man. I saw you 20 years ago when you were pleading with uh with." Um, with Orochi and all, uh, yelling at people for laughing at Odin and all that stuff. It brought tears to my eyes. And the life of Kozuki Odin brought tears to my eyes. Her sh- whole shit is interrupted by an explosion to her face. But you know, she fucking just tanks it. She said, yo, I want you to know, Momonosuke, that when that shit went down in your house, I was on my way. But uh, by the time I got there, it was just too late. Um, you Kaido already had you in his hands. And all I could do was watch as he dangled you over the edge. Back then, I didn't have the strength. And then she just swings her big club, knocks one of these fucking uh, Kaido men out. And she, and it's pretty cool. I don't know. I don't even think she made contact with him. I think she, she just swung and like the air hit him yeah. or something like that. That's what I was thinking. I was like, Is this part of her devil fruit power? Is that she could just like do impact shit? Like she could just make airwaves hit people? Oh, or is she, she just that strong? I can, Do we know for a fact? I imagine that she does. I, but honestly, this could probably just be she's so fucking strong that she could just swing. Will her she join your crew, or is this Vivi? No, the I, samurais are already Vivi. I think and Momonosuke is already Vivi. Come on, we can't have that many Vivi. You know, we she could join. I mean, we say Vivis, right? I, she like could. Rebecca's and she could very well I'm join. Sad. She could because she wants to be Odin, right? So the very yeah. There's a lot she of theories going on. There's a lot of theories Ooh. going on about like hit the drop, hit the drop, hit the drop. What? What you talk about? Talking about theories, not news. 
talking about theories, not news. It's not big news. People are saying that um, by the end of this arc, Luffy's gonna have three more crewmates by the end of Wano. Three? That, yeah, that's what people are saying. Like, excluding Jimbei. What? Excluding Carrot, Carrot, Yamato, and... Who's Carrot? That? Maybe Mononosuke, but... Mononosuke is um, 10 years old. Okay. Chill. Yeah, you, right? Chill, theorizing. No, because... because um, so there's, there's a lot of theories about it. Like, there's a bunch of different people that people are talking about but Yamato is obviously like at the top of everyone's list for joining the straw hats um they have smoker i don't uh, think he's gonna join so i don't what? know why the fuck they're suggesting he's point? gonna join he's not even here <laughs> um well maybe sasaki will join he had that moment earlier with the there's there's the girl who like Imagine. takes shit off her cheek they're saying that she's gonna join she's but that's a not happening girl um, oh, man. I okay, about look. Them in the first place. I can see Carrot and I can see Yamato. I can see two people. People are just grasping at straws with three. It's crazy. Um, but uh, that's one theory. But there's also um, they're also saying that um, every chapter Luffy's gonna go up another level, and then at chapter one thousand, that's when he's gonna. Oh wow. Like go up against Kaido. How many floors are there? I didn't even peep that. So, it there's uh six chapters until chapter one thousand, and he has to go six, six floors up to get to the roof. To to the to the roof. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. And yeah, cool. last chapter he went and th- he went up one chap one level since the last chapter. So it doesn't okay. look like he's Listen. he's. He's well. Uh, the math gets kind of fucked up because next week One Piece is off. Fuck. <laughs> but Oda did Maybe say that he wanted to like... hit chapter one thousand before the end of the year. I don't think he... because there. I don't there's... think that was gonna happen. What November and December? How many? There's eight. Yeah, weeks he can do left. it. He can do it. He Seven do it. now. He can do it. He's losing one he by being it. off next week. I think he can't do it. It'll probably be the very last week of December. Yeah, which is gonna result in a two week break for Jump. So we probably won't. He'll probably hit a thousand, and then it'll be another week before we have any more. <laughs> oh my god! I really hope he has like a special chap, like a like a double long chapter for a thousand. Like I really hope. I would hope he like would a wait. twenty page chapter. I would hope he would wait for the new year so he could have that. But who knows what he's gonna do? Oda's never been oh, one yeah. to really celebrate that shit. Like. Chapter 500 was just a regular low-color page. It was just like a regular chapter. <laughs> so, right. I mean, maybe for a thousand. A thousand is like a landmark that not many series reach. So True that. So here's why I say, like, people are saying that Mononosuke is going to join. Um, they're saying that he's going to try to follow in the footsteps of Odin and travel as Luffy's apprentice on the ship to learn and become stronger. And um, Kinemon, if he survives this shit, is gonna take over as like a like as a the shogun um, of temporary one leader. Yeah, as temporary shogun well, until Mononosuke is ready to go. Yeah, my thing and, is, I'm sorry, I, he has nothing to to add to the crew. I mean, he does. 
He has the he has yeah he has Odin's second sword and he has we still don't know a lot about old. his dragon fruit or what exactly that brings to the table. Uh, yet. Look, man, they already I, had his own on the crew, man. And I don't. I, I think Momonosuke will be back because he can control yeah. Zo. So I think um, whatever they got. Oh, oh geez, Josh. <laughs> Josh, are you back? Yeah, I don't uh, know what just happened. Yeah, that was. Was weird. that me? Yeah, but yeah. anyway. What I was saying is, um, I think he'll be back because he can talk to Zo, and I think that will be relevant later. So I don't see him gone from the story, but he's not going with them. <laughs> I think it's going to be Yamato, uh, and maybe Carrot, and I would be fine with that. It would actually be pretty cool to have like. I think Carrot's kind of lame. Hmm? I love Carrot. You forgot Carrot? What she could do with the fucking moonlight shit? Yeah, but still. I love Kara. She's a scrapper. She, she's again, like, what does she bring to the crew? She's fun. <laughs> Every, yeah, exactly. She's a fun character. Was, What's wrong with it? Bunny girl. Was she gonna fill, fulfill some some uh, some? If uh, Yamato does join the crew, though, she's gonna be an apprentice. Like that's gonna be her role on the on the crew. Well, she was, She's gonna be there because she wants. She's not gonna be an apprentice. Who's she gonna? Who? No, but that's what Odin was when Odin he was. She would just represent. Yeah, he Odin, was. Period. He was an apprentice. I think that's what would be. No, important. he just went with and, Roger. Like, there wouldn't really need to be a reason other than just. She's Odin. No, he wasn't know, an apprentice of Rogers. Odin. He just wanted to go with Roger on the ship. And, yeah. uh, and Roger was like, all right, <laughs> you're here. Yeah, he didn't even need to play a role. He was just strong. He was very he influenced by Roger. Like, I think Roger changed his worldview about a lot of things, but he wasn't his apprentice formally. He was... That's why I feel like she's gonna like she's a candidate to join a crew. I don't think it's super likely. I think it's maybe a... I'm looking at it like it's a 30, 30% chance. I think that's just too many characters to like include both Yamato and Carrot. It, or like three, even three. Just oh, like you just... really? So you really own Carrot? What's your percentage chance? You think it's? I think it's probably 50%? just going to be Yamato, and Carrot's probably going to stay on Zo. But I wouldn't be mad if it was just Jinbei. That would make eleven characters that Oda has to balance. We arc right? to arc until it's over. I would say, like, with just one of them, like three characters makes it. He's got to do. And they 12. just got Jinbei too. Yeah, they just exactly. got him there. So. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm. I'm not gonna put a stake on three, but I will say that Yamato is probably highly likely to join. Um, but in any case, that was One Piece. Um, man, I like this chapter a lot. Um, big fan. Uh, you guys ready to move on? Nice. And he's not taking a break next week, right? He is taking a break. One Piece is. Fuck! I just said that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. He was hoping that you would yeah, say the, that, that, that you would joking. say something else. He was hoping that was he didn't hear that. <laughs> no. right. It's time to randomize. <laughs> Black Clover. Um, this is Black Clover chapter two hundred and seventy together, and this, this is almost my RGC. Well, it was the audience's RGC. Certified. Wow, RGC. it was Certified really good. RGC. Certified RGC. Yeah, man. I want to make a point of this chapter after it's said and done. Let me see. Uh, I it won the majority. the The audience poll for you guys don't know. Uh, we're doing it on Twitter every Sunday. Follow us at New Jump City, and we post a Twitter uh, poll every week to determine what the audience chosen uh, really good chapter of the week is. Uh, I think Black Clover won by fifty percent of the vote. Uh, yeah, Black Clover won 53% of the vote. Chainsaw Man came in second. 
My Hero Academia was in third, and One Piece was in fourth. Uh, so, and if you want to write in a chapter that wasn't on the list, because Twitter only lets me pick four, uh, you can write it in. I'll count it. But uh, in any case, Black Clover was this week's audience chosen RGC. Uh, and uh, let's get into a proper. I'd, I I didn't expect it to end so soon, but last we left off, I guess Asta delivered the finishing blow on Lieb. And, uh, yeah. Just by poking him in the face with the sword, and Lieb is just like, oh, I lost now. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'll take it. Um, Just these spikes emerge and just kind of chain him down, and Noct comes through and is like, the preparations for the devil binding ritual are not complete. You can totally dominate this demon now. Yeah. And uh, all you have to do is think, just, you just have to think, obey me, and it'll do whatever you want, and it'll operate under the terms that you set. Um, so Asta is like, whoa, I see. In that case, be my friend. And everybody's like, what? <laughs> and, uh, you know, he's like, what? Devils don't, devils don't even know what friends are, dude? You're in the real world now. We can get through with the power of friendship. And he's basically, uh, knocked is tight. Knocked at first is like, what are you talking about? You have no guarantee that this devil will listen to you. There's absolutely no merit in the contract like that. And uh, Asta's like, well, he wasn't trying to kill me. I think he's a good guy. You know, he can feel bad for people and you can hate people. In that case, I think we could get along. Uh, that's when Knocked's devils show up and they're like, what a dummy. He's a dumb boy. <laughs> and Knocked is like, yes, he is. You know, and he's like, we want to take down the same people, so let's crush the bad guys together. And uh, Lieb looks up as Asta asks for his name. He remembers um, his mother, Lucida, and he's like, I don't know if destiny exists, but man, this guy is for sure Lucida's kid. And they shake hands. The contract is made on Asta's good arm. Uh, they get He gets a fresh new tat. Noish. Noish. And the contract is complete. And Noct is like, the contract, this contract is unprecedented. Who would have thought that you would have been that foolish? Except, you chose right. He pulls a Kakashi. I remember at the end of that bell challenge. Where yeah. Like, you passed by being friends. I, yeah. Yeah. Um, I liked it. And then um, he's like, however, this ain't over yet, boy. One of the demons pops up and he's like, people who are right aren't necessarily rewarded. And so, get stronger. In order to keep yourself from losing to unjust evil, you have to defeat me, and you know that'll be your training. He turns himself into Mukro, and uh, is <laughs> and he is like yeah, fight me. Um, that's a cool ass design, by the way. It was pretty cool. I do like it. Looks like some shit from Dishonored. Oh well, not Dishonored. Oh fucking Bloodborne. He looks like a Mukro from Pokemon. Um. <laughs> But I'm here for it. I actually like this chapter quite a bit. Again, so many contenders for RGC. Uh, so, I'm going to say this. I, the reason I enjoyed this chapter so much was literally because of Master and nothing else. Uh, let, let, let's be clear here, right? <laughs> um, I didn't just like him. You know, I didn't enjoy his character just in spite of you or nothing, Chris. I really have for this whole time appreciated what he represented, which is that pure positivity to keep going and keep pushing. It's super cliche, but, and it was very annoying. It was even annoying to me initially, but I didn't hate it just for the simple fact that he was like that. Now, I'm not saying you did, 
I'm just trying to tell you about you know what I why, what I enjoy about Asta. So you have moments like this in the story where I feel like a lot of the other times it was kind of obvious and like ah oh, man of course he's going to try to make friends but that consistency matters and it paid off in a in a moment like this in my opinion because I didn't see it coming this way. I did see we all seen him winning against his devil somehow some way and being friends with him. But I didn't anticipate that being the actual, like, that was what he was supposed to get done. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I seen, obviously, he wasn't mean to his own devils, and they looked cool with him, like, talking about not. Yeah. But it still wasn't obvious. So I I, I just think, I just think it was well done. It, 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 I was shocked for the first time in a while. And I like that he's like, yes, you know what? You are supposed to be friends. But guess what, man? Just being friends and cool ain't gonna solve your problems this time, my nigga. You gonna have to fight and learn. So I, I like it. I thought it was a really cool progression because they they stood consistent and now he's gonna meet an actual challenge. He's like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not. He doesn't care about him. He's gonna beat his ass until he gets better or he kills him. Yeah. No. Yeah, I agree with you. I uh, like you know Asta's been warming up to me a little bit. Um, I think the I, devil himself too. I th- I I thought it was very clean. I like no, it. I liked it a lot. I thought it made a, a whole bunch of sense how he felt, and he even knew he was like, you know, this might have been the kid, like the the chick's son, but he didn't care. Mm-hmm. And I guess at this point now he cared enough to say, you know what, I thought about it, and you definitely are, and and I and I and I'm happy about this. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. I he wasn't I totally just agree. Unawares the whole time. Yeah, I have uh, I've had my problems with Asta, and you know I think like just because my problems are not necessarily his personality or whatever. Although I do find the fact that he's constantly screaming, <laughs> yeah, crazy. I think it's just like kind of kills a lot of dramatic tension because Asta always has the answer. You know, like it's it always has felt kind of easy for him as much as he does get beat up and you know perseveres. Mm-hmm. It always feels like yeah, of course, and even in like you know one piece where you know of course it feels like there's an actual struggle and it's not as easy as like i'm gonna beat you with my sword and positivity and my push-ups but uh i feel like it's getting better i i I did appreciate this for what it was this whole little arc the flashback i think this whole thing was well written and asta in in moderation is pretty good to me i like what he stands for too i like the positivity and it it is very consistently written that way yeah he's never not been this guy the flat character arc right as you were saying before yeah he's never not been that guy so you know i i appreciate that you know they're not doing the fake out thing where he loses hope and then he just goes like no you know like he not Asta feels more. <laughs> Asta feels more sure yeah. of himself, which is nice. Where it's not just he like yeah, he's he very gets, confident yeah. about it. Yeah, where he's like, yeah, this is the right way to go. Um, so I appreciate that. Asta's growing a little bit, but um, is that all you guys wanted to? Is that all? Any closing statements? All right. Nope. That was Black Clover, and that has been our show. Woo! big week thank you guys so much for listening watching however you're doing it um you could find me at the chris espinal at jd cole underscore 37 at ny chillin on his twitter for josh uh at b.esp on twitter and instagram for brian uh follow the show itself at new jump city on twitter and instagram vote in the polls of our um of our weekly polls for the rgc and maybe we'll do a vgi one 
maybe I'll look ahead and see what you guys think, and then on Wednesday or something, I'll put it up. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, at New Jump City, email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any questions, suggestions, anything you guys are going to talk about. Uh, comment below if you also just want to do that instead. That'll be sick. Um, follow at drumfoo, at drum underscore foo, I mean, uh, for the theme song guy. And I think that's it. Subscribe on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen. Uh, links are in the description uh, of both sides, YouTube and Spotify for each other. Ah, oh, man, that's it. All right. <laughs> Have a good night, everybody. Stay safe, New Jump citizens. Peace.